Welcome to the Inglorious Bards. I'm your humble game master, Tom, and this is Adventure 40. Uh, glad to have you here. We are back after a bit of a break, and the heroes are off on the road to Ivoron, and we are excited to see what happens there. Uh, and before we jump in, let's get a recap of what happened last adventure from Jeremy. Oh man, you guys! So our last session was session 55, Adventure 39, way back a few weeks ago. Uh, it started with Master Yaru, who was astral projecting uh, back to his monastery and finding that the monks, while in his absence, were starting to buy into and welcome this uh, oppressor, this Charice, saying that she's going to bring balance and that she, she's all about enforce, but really was not listening to any of his reason or any of the understanding that he was bringing into it. So he left uh, uh, completely frustrated and came back to us where we were at Port Rising and we had descended down into June Cartland's lair to confront him and to do our best to end the reign of the Pirate King. It was not an easy task. There were uh, witch bolt witches and pirates that were way stronger than we ever expected them to be who uh, put up a good uh, fight for us. But when Ju Cartland saw Yaru, who was the champion fit pit fighter the last time we were in Port Rising, they decided to go mano y mano and uh, start fighting. And that lasted for about two rounds before the rest of us jumped in <laughs> to save Yaru's butt from dying. And... Uh, <laughs> There was a lot of interference back and forth. Uh, it, it didn't end up being that Jude Carlin went down, but before we killed him, his sister, who was chained up in the corner of Cabal, stopped us. And she did her best to speak reason with him, to try to get some understanding out of him. Didn't work, and she tore his throat out, becoming the new pirate queen. Uh, in so doing, she immediately started taking action. Polik started giving some advice and directions about teaming up with King Faon. And uh, we were on our way. So now that that score had been settled for several people, uh, we took uh, uh, Fiel with us and, as she wanted to leave Port Rising and go adventuring again. We all got back on the foam runner and headed up to the Blood Gypsy. Before we got to the Blood Gypsy, though, we ended up uh, seeing a performance troupe, which had some really interesting shows about our futures as they could read them coming out of us and different intentions that we had that we were going for. Then the Blood Gypsy told us that there were two possible futures that we were looking at. There was one of storm and ruin and frozen wastelands that were under rule and terror, or there was one where heroes were victorious and conquered and defeat a great white dragon. But to do so, there needed to be a sorcerer. No, a sorceress who didn't know her power yet, who didn't know her own strength, but she was the only one that had the ability to weaken the dragon enough for us to be able to take her down. So we were sent on a mission up to this town of Virik that uh, Master Yara was able to identify and find this young woman, if we could, and encourage her without telling her who she is to come join us on our quest and get her trained up. That is where we left off. That's the last thing I remember. And so from there, everyone welcome back and let the adventure begin.
Snow falls gently onto a village in the northern kingdom of Ivoron. Small houses with, with thatched roofs look huddled together to stay warm. Smoke rises from the stone chimneys, while several villagers scramble around with torches and swords. One of the villagers, a man with thin hair and a long beard, bursts into the largest home and shuts the door quickly behind to keep out the cold. Several other villagers inside coat sticks with tar to make torches, while others carve sharp points onto even more sticks. The man drops a bundle of wood on the ground and checks on the others. Keep working and, and don't stop. The hour's getting late. We may not have much time. A woman tears strips out from an old robe to make bandages. But how will we know when they come? We've all heard the stories. When heavy snow falls, the dragonkin aren't far behind. The villagers in the house exchange worried looks. But why attack us? Why now? Our village is not at war with them. We're in the middle of nowhere. They've been striking at exposed villages for weeks now. It was only a matter of time, but magic, magic is what brought them. No, don't say that. It was the witch. We should have banished her from the village long ago. You shouldn't say that. It's not her fault. She plays with fire and almost burns down the barn last week. And now the snow and cold fall over us like never before. This is no coincidence. The dragonkin are hunting down the witch's magic. All you offer is fear and lies. Turning on each other is the last thing we should do. We need to protect the village and everyone in it. Not her. We should have never harbored a witch. Now we may pay the price for it. An older man with a braided beard bursts through the door, leaving it open. Colium! The Colium are here! A dragonkin flying from across the lake! Warn the others! You, get those torches lit! Now! Those who can fight, bring weapons! The rest, uh, stay inside, lock the doors, and may Olaric protect our families. The men grab long torches and old swords before running out. Just before the door closes, terrible screeching can be heard coming from across the cold water of the lake. Water breaks against the bow of the foam runner. The sleek ship sails quickly through Nordrock Bay, the trade harbor of Ivoron Kingdom. Two islands rest within the bay, one perpetually covered in heavy clouds, the other with a tall tower perched on a hill. The tower looks out across as the water to the large capital city of Virik. Several of our heroes clutch warm coats around them as they stand on the deck, looking at the islands and city ahead. Snow falls across the ship as Captain Gregard calls out to the heroes in a subdued voice. Only one other ship in the bay so far. I've never seen anything like it. These waters are usually packed with transports, fishermen, and cruisers. Not today. These are unusual times. And cold times! Like, really, really cold times! Why couldn't the dragons have invaded Thames? Or somewhere tropical? The foam runner speeds past an island almost completely shrouded in clouds, closing in on the city still a few miles away. Look at that island! You can't see a thing on it! Does anyone else get a bad feeling about that island? Indeed, Zanna. There is something off about that island. But let's steer well clear and not add, our not add it to our troubles just yet. I have a feeling Ivoron will offer us more to than enough adventure as it is. 
The newest hero of the group, the dwarven priest Bali, holds his robe tight around himself while staring at the other island in the bay. That's not the island you should be worried about. Uh, what is it, Bali? Uh, what's wrong? There, on that second island. The one with the snow-covered tower. I still don't see nothing. There's no snow on the tower. On the tower of the distant island, the snow on the roof moves. It unravels, revealing a tail, claws, and snout. By the eyes of Thargod, it's a dragon! A white dragon stretches its wings atop the tower on the island and roars. The sound carries across the water and chills the heroes even more than the cold air. Oh no! Oh no! Is it coming here? Is it gonna eat Bali? No, look! The city is attacking! Distant streaks of fire arc out from the docks of the city of Virik. These balls of fire sail out over the water, splashing into the water, some hitting the island, and several crashing into the tower itself. More catapults fire from the city, sending even more streaks of fire across the bay. The dragon roars, unfurls its wings, and launches off the tower. The beast dives down at the water with incredible speed. Is it char ice? Does it need to be? The dragon levels out at the last second and flies just over the water. It flaps enormous wings and then glides towards the foam runner, the tips of its wings lightly dragging in the water. Incoming dragon! Dragon is sweeping right over the ship. The crew is starting to scatter. You all try to scatter to some sort of defensive position as a big blast of cold rakes across the ship. I need all of you to make a reflex 32 save, please. Percy finds a small boy and ties him to his back. (laughs) (laughs) We we may have heard that before. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my God. Yikes. He said reflex. Reflex. Only 32, though. Yeah! 32! I did roll a nat 20, so if I can help anybody out. I My successes are all critical successes, so I also critically succeeded. Uh, you did? Oh, okay. Um, you cannot do that, Palik. Uh, Bali, you still need to deal with a natural one. Okay. 29, yes. um, but I am going to use a reaction, and I am going to cast Scintillating Safeguard. So a uh, sparkling shroud covers five of us. Um, oh, God! Sophie's <laughs> choice! <laughs> um... <laughs> Not Yaru <laughs> and not Palik, and so it'll be the rest of us. There. And uh, it uh, will be against cold damage and it will be Wait, give us resistance. Oh, is that four? Yeah. All right. He that's says out loud. Let it play. Let it play. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Four? Then skipping um, uh, uh, Palik uh, mm-hmm. and covering everybody else. Um, and it's just resistance 10 versus cold. That's great. Okay. Uh, oh, scintillating. Uh, that's scintillating. What it is. Gotcha. Uh, cool. I thought he said titillating too. 
All right. Um, so scintillating. Like we have Piercy fail and Sildren fail and Bali critically fail is what I'm getting out of this. That's correct. All right. So everyone who who passed take 15 cold uh, damage. Those of you who critically passed take none. Those who failed take 30 and Bali takes 60 points of damage. The call out that Xander made of, oh no, it's coming to eat Bali turns out to be true (laughs) as Bali just cannot get down from his little uh, perch on the railing of the boat fast enough and just is coated with ice and goes sliding across as a little cube himself. So then was that 10 no, and then that. Uh, you have the scintillating protection from Sildren's magic uh, and a little uh, fiery flame lightly just appears over everyone instantly as you're hit by the ice, blocking 10 of that damage to each of you, which is like, what, 50 damage you just prevented? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Huge. Huge. Oh. All right, it's all on you now, Bali. <laughs> <laughs> Done. And you said it's flying over the ship, not it at just us? it just flew right, just made a strafing run okay. over the ship, and is just flying off the uh, off the starboard side right now, heading towards the city. Nope, uh, heading out away from the city. Okay, awesome. I don't see myself in the lineup for uh, uh, initiative. Well, um, so I'll just see you guys next week then. <laughs> See you there. There we are. Are we in initiative? All right. There we go. Is uh, it possible to, to make it an attack as it's going, or is it already Sure. No, no, go going? for it. No, go for it. Uh, Xander will cast a fireball. Yeah. Try to get right at it. Skeech, pull. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's uh, a reflex save. It is a reflex save, uh, DC 29. All right. Rolling. Uh, That is a pass, so half damage. All right. And it is... It's been a while. Holy jeez. Ooh, that was a good roll. Lots of sixes. Oh, that's 59. So half of that would be 28. Roll it, round it down, 29? 29. 29 damage, and you throw this fireball, and everyone's like, ooh, so close. But you did this, like, where it's going to be fireball. (laughs) And it just slowly intercepts, and the dragon goes right in there and hits it. uh, And it gives off another big loud roar with a little bit of a higher higher pitch screech to it as it takes a little more than half damage, as it does not like the fire. And it flies further and further away from the ship and turns and heads out west towards the ocean that you guys came into. Woo! I scared it off. Did you see that? Yeah! Jadaj, is everything okay? Uh, he looks around. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll manage. Let's, let's get that repaired and someone look at that dwarf. It's cool. Xana. It's so cool. <laughs> They're shuttlecocking Bali around now. Like <laughs> it's more like curling. We're yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Master Yaru, did you have something to say? I was just gonna I was gonna say try to heat him up a little, maybe. Yeah, yeah, I'll be fine. I'm, I'm used to the cold. I'll be fine. I've got some burning hands. It's, it works pretty well. Oh, no, 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 no. 
Just, so just, it's a rite of passage with the group. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't understand. Burning hands. <laughs> I have Asmark too. I'll, I'll just, I'll just, I'll cuddle next to this, uh, uh, this large sailor over here. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, the dragon has flown off. They are doing some quick Man. repairs to the sh- the foam runner ship, and they continue to make their way towards the city uh, to the east. Uh, snow is lightly falling uh, over this bay and on the city itself. As you guys approach, you can see the docks. A good third of the docks have been damaged. Wood has been shattered and broken and hangs precariously off of pier poles sticking out of the water. Two thirds of it's still intact. It's not a lot of ships uh, docked. As the foam runner's coming in and Captain Gregard is getting his crew ready to dock. Not a lot of commotion going on on the dock. There's a couple people and a couple carts, but it's a sizable city, uh, but not a lot of uh, foot traffic on the dock today. Um, and the city was like defending itself against the the dragon, yeah. Yes. Um, so Sildren's kind of taking stock of what the defenses of the city look like to Great. see what like he can he can make of that. Sure. What you can see is they have uh, several large catapults that are mounted and blocking a lot of the uh, dock foot traffic area, and they are pointed out west towards the bay. And uh, they have already reloaded them and are ready for another salvo, though there's no dragon in sight right now. You see they've got some uh, fire set up nearby to light things aflame, and there are soldiers uh, ready to uh, strike back. The soldiers are wearing Compared to Navarra, that might have chainmail or maybe even a couple plate mail uh, armored soldiers. Here, they're wearing leather or nothing at all but uh, fur clothes. Uh, the city, as you approach, it's made up mostly of wooden houses, uh, thick logs, almost log cabin style houses. Completely different style of city than Mirskan. Um, there are heavy palisade walls with pointed uh, tops that zigzag everywhere throughout the city. A whole bunch at the dockside here, and you can see going throughout the city. Uh, the foam runner comes uh, up to the dock. Lines are tossed. You can also see there's numerous flags of Ivoron. The flag of Ivoron is a curved piece of cloth material uh, that has a, uh, a blue outline uh, out on the exterior of that curve. And inside are two blue axes that are crossed in the middle. Um, and yeah, the foam runner docks. There are some people coming with some wagons. Uh, they're looking to unload or load and figure out what's going on with this ship. And you guys are there. You've arrived at the city of Virik. Um, Xander's gonna start detecting magic. Just kind of ad nauseum. Just, just where we go. Just no, 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 no. All of this is so no, 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 no. So, do you think the the dragon is is it gonna be back? They're prepared for war. I'd say so. It didn't look like it was intending to return immediately, though. Otherwise, where where is it now? 
yeah, uh, uh, where's it going? I worry that it anymore. I worry that under the brutal of Chur uh, Ice, it's always hard to say her name, that she is one for bringing the dragons together, making her army. And there's more. We're not going to see just one by itself after a time. She'll come back and she'll bring her brood. And then all of this will just be under ice. I've worried before, and I mentioned it when we first met, that my concern was her gathering other dragons. The reds that are central to Varen uh, would be ones that I would be most concerned about. Do dragons work together like that? No. Dragons are selfish by nature. Yeah. Charice is old. She's unique. She's trying to bring her power to bear. But dragons they would tear each other apart if they could. But she's the queen now. Okay, uh, the, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a <laughs> He goes below decks and stays on board. <laughs> they don't have a water dragons, right? I, I go down in the water. Xanner, you are feeling quite cold and shivering as you do not have properly fitting thick clothing. You need a thicker coat. Uh, you don't have anything gnome size. You take eight hit points of cold damage that cannot be healed until you find a suitably fitted winter coat. <laughs> oh, I've got burning hands, but I don't have a coat. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, let's find you some furs. There'll be plenty around here. You guys step out onto the dock. You can see the uh, the city itself is more uh, rural is a nice way of putting it. There are no cobblestone roads like Mirskan. There's just mud and maybe some loose rocks worn into the ground on a single major road through the city. So it's slow going, slogging, pushing carts with some old horses pulling them. Uh, there are the people look worn down and tired and they stare at you guys in particular because you totally stand out. You have like women with complex braids in their hair, strong cheekbones, men with thick beards and broad shoulders. Most of them tend to be uh, older men that you're seeing right now. And uh, some are coming up, maybe half a dozen pushing a cart that's bouncing along this dock. And there is a guy with some official uh, 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 Ivoron uh, sash, not too unlike uh, Piercy's, who has a Mirskan one, which I'm always assuming you have on unless I hear otherwise. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Just curious. Tom, is it mostly humans we're seeing? Yes. Okay. Are there any but any other races besides human? There are no, no other races that you see right now. Okay. No. A man, an Ivoron man comes up and he has some uh, uh, scroll that he is checking off and reading and he's checking out trying to find the name of your ship and calling out to the captain and uh, Captain Gregard is just saying, uh, no, no, we're not, we're not picking up supplies at all. No, that's, that's not the case. 
The man then uh, calls out to you guys as you're getting off. Uh, hold there, right, right there. Let's stop now. Let's see. You and you, you don't look like sailors at all. Do I have that right? Why does it matter? That's what I thought. And yet, let's see. We've got some swords and some staves. So some of you, although not looking particularly strong, you are warriors or mercenaries at the least. You are signed over here. You will stand in line and be join a militia. It will be assigned to you. Keep your weapons uh, at the ready. You will be given a bedroll and one warm meal sir, each day. Uh, sir, uh, sir. What? Yes, uh, uh, we are uh, uh, not the conscripts, uh, but um, we are here on the king's business. I, I don't care what business you think you're doing. All able-bodied men with blades are sent to the wall. Well, I'm out then. I've got a hammer. <laughs> and we're not going to have a problem here, are we? He says loudly and snapping his fingers so some guards further away back on the dock can get some attention. Oh, that's not a problem. And No, uh, we go about our business and, and uh, we'll help where we can. Uh, your business is to stand right over here in a single file line. He points to three other sickly looking old guys who got off a boat maybe uh, earlier this morning that are standing there and shivering. They've got some old rusty weapons at their sides and they're just waiting. Sildren shoves Xanner forward. Tell him who we are. <laughs> really cold hands. We are the champions of the Ren. We are the ambassadors of King Phaon. We've been sent here to actually assist in fighting against the dragons and the wall, but we have a very particular mission that we're here for and we cannot stand in line. It is urgent. I don't care you. who you think you are or some silly king story. I've heard it all before. My mother is sick. I have a bad leg. Get in line, or there's going to be, and he's waving the guards over even more. And you're pretty loud. You hear another voice from those guards call out, hold, hold. And a man with broad shoulders, a red beard. He has uh, a wooden leg and a left hand that looks to be recently amputated pushes away past the guards and tells them hold and holds out a hand to them and pushes past some of the little dock workers in their cart and walks up to this uh this uh, fussy fellow who's addressing you and says uh we have a, a, a wizardy gnome uh, a, 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 a mage uh, a woodsman and uh the panther uh, Yes, I know you. You are the defenders. We know you. See? And he, he knows us. And do we know you? Uh, yes, I'm sorry. These are not your your conscripts. Uh, these are the defenders of the realm. Uh, excuse him. Come. Come with me. Uh, the general uh, would need to see you immediately. I'm Olashan of the Ice Hills. Pleasure to meet you, Olashan. I'm Xander, that's Sildren, this is Yaru, that's Bobby over there, this is Piercy, and that way back there, that's Palik. High five. And and you're Xander of, of what? 
He's got a lot of names. Let's just move along. <laughs> I would like to know your tradition name. As I said, I am Olashan of the Ice Hills. I am Xanner of Edlin Home, champion of Navarre, defender of the realm, keeper of the Nexus Keys. We tend to keep our tradition names rather short, but all right. Like this, Xanner, uh, like this. I am Master Yaru of the Three Winds. He nods and points at, at Master Yaru. <laughs> All right. Okay, I can do that. I am Xander of Edlin Home, champion of Navarre, defender of... <laughs> this <Navarre>. way, please. <laughs> this way. Ulthar of the Hill People. Should, should I be coming along? I am Bolly of Last in Line. Should I be coming along? After you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, everyone's worried when you say that. <laughs> he takes you, leads you through the city, uh, past a couple makeshift pens where animals have been temporarily uh, caged to keep them, I guess, out from farms further out. The mud sticks to your shoes. Xanner's cold, and he uh, leads you up, uh, up, further up into the city, heading towards a big, grand, huge wooden hall several stories tall, looking very impressive, with some big smoke coming out of several of its chimneys. Sorry, I, I don't have my tent with all the magical fire inside. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm, I'm amazed that you're here. It's a good omen for sure. I, I had heard that the defenders were dead. Oh, yeah, it's, it's a very long story, but we, uh, we're not, and we're, we're happy to be here and, and to keep coming back in. We were out of it for a little while, but, uh, we, it's a funny story. Actually, if you have time, it's only going to take like 30 minutes. I, we, there, there's no time for that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. How long have the dragons been here? Two months now we've been at war. Two months. And you still alive? Yes. Uh, how often does the dragon come here? The dragon, there's there's a whole army of the big flying dragonkins. The big one. Oh, they that one's been coming on and off for, I don't know, two, three, four weeks now? I'm guessing with greater frequency. Closer, I'd say. Couple of early raids in the beginning, and then staying, uh, keeping, uh, keeping his distance, and now slowly getting closer and closer. It's a she. That not might a... not have been Char Ice. It has not often stood on the tower and taunted you. This is a recent affair, is it not? It's. As I said, it's gotten closer. It stood out over there on the hills out on the edge of the bay. It flew over uh, two weeks ago right over the city and roared and scared the people all night long. And then it started creeping in and for three days it was over there on the beach. And then now uh, the last couple days it's been uh, we finding it perched on that tower. Uh, has... Uh... Is there anyone has gone up into Talver to, uh, to see uh, what she leaves behind? No, we've we had to uh, abandon the tower and uh, take Trothar out of there, and that was a whole other political hubbub. Uh, who's, tr who's Trothar? 
Trothar, he's the brother of the king. Which king? King Grever of Ivaron. But you're not here to see either of these. You're here to see General Vormon. He will be eager to meet you. This way. And he parts open big, huge, oversized wooden doors. In within is a giant Viking hall with a huge uh, rectangular long fire pit in the middle with a big fire going. There are several people gathered on the side. There's some maps that are on some tables. Some uh, stew is being served. It's kind of quietish. And there are some leader type folks on the uh, far side that are having some discussion. And everyone stops as uh, your friend Olashan uh, uh, parts the doors. General Vorman, I, I, I bring great tidings here. I have found uh, the defenders of the realm. They have uh, come to Ivoron to save us, to save us all. Oh, fire. Said, ooh, ooh, huh. As we enter the room, Yara's going to go over to those maps and start looking at those. Oh. Okay. <laughs> all right. <Yeah. laughs> Is there like a fur cloak like lying about somewhere? Um, not lying about, no. Xander uh, starts kind of like inching his way towards the fire. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Feeling eight points, now seven, now six. Bali's <laughs> uh, um, going to join over with uh, 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 Master Yaru and start pouring over these maps. Uh, Bali is just fussing over distance and possible travel routes for the uh, for the dragons that uh, have been discussed. Like, most likely a nest would be here or some such. This is where they would be coming from, that kind okay. of thing. I like how we come in, get introduced to the general, and we just like split up Scattered and ignore it. Just... Areas. We, don't, we don't have time. <laughs> no I need a hard target search five miles around. <laughs> <laughs> Doing that Captain America thing, we just walk in. Okay, yeah, so he was here and then about five kilometers. <laughs> Uh, all right, so there is a clear leader in this room at the opposite side who rises up and leaves the people he's talking with and comes forward to get a look at these defenders. I believe that leaves uh, Sildren, Polik, and uh, Percy. Yep. Piercy. Piercy, sorry, uh, to interact with. Mm-hmm. Uh, he walks up. This man is a tall man, but uh, not as broad and sturdy as some of the other people you've seen. He is also decorated in unusual accoutrement of uh, symbols that are like a circle with a lightning bolt on it. And there is a circle with a kind of uh, uh, Viking helmet uh, uh, symbol on it. And he's decorated with all these different symbols and he carries a uh, very dark wooded rod in his hand as he steps uh, forward to you. And he says, I am General Vorman of the Iron Cages. Who are you? Speak. Sildren of the Seventh Conclave. This is Piercy, emissary of uh, the King of Navarre. And this is Halik. of Polik. <laughs> <laughs> yep. 
He uh, comes close, very close, and starts looking you all over, particularly the short ones that he towers over. Which one? Piercy and Polite. They're both short. Yeah, uh, and he looks over. Not who I was expecting. Uh, And you, he says to Sildren, tapping your staff. You are a hunter? Sorts. He eyes you closely. I know of your deeds. You are the defenders who have slain the great pirate on the seas. We have. I'm also amongst other accomplishments. I've heard (laughs) another very important one, if it is to be true, and perhaps one to be wary of. You toppled an entire government, the Senate of Navarre. Only with the leadership of our good king, King Faon. And the king sends you to help. That he does. He sent about a dozen men a month ago. I had hoped to send much more than that. Now he sends you and I, I am grateful, do not get me wrong, but I had expected an army to come from the south. Do you think the dozen men he sent before could do the things that we have done? He looks down, down, down at you, Piercy. And the kingdom of Navarre itself is threatened as well. There's more than just the dragons in the north now. What what danger does Navarre face? More dragons. Tariffs, uh, taxes. <laughs> the same danger Ivaron has faced. And Yaro will begin kind of walking towards the general. Accidentally ripping the map yeah. off the table, dropping it, clattering things. <laughs> Trevin! And um, you join the group. Danner comes in from the other side. Um, <clears throat> we're here on behalf- No, 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 no. No, no, I, I have importance. Ola Sean, you insult me with this, he says, pointing at Xanner. I didn't go through the trial of the helms just to have some fancy wizard from another land blunder into my hall without paying his dues. Out with you. What is this trial of the helms? Fancy wizard? Olashan comes over and says, I'm, I'm so sorry, General, and I'm so sorry to you, Xanner, he says to you. It, it, it would be best if you uh, waited outside. If, if you send him away, you're sending us all away. And the General says, don't be a fool and do not insult me in my own hall. And uh, Olashan is gently pulling on your sleeve, not so gently pulling on your sleeve. Please go. Uh, General, your eminence, if you are to send our friend into the cold, I request you provide him with warmth. That is only generous, is it not? He nods at Olashan, and Olashan nods back. I'll, I'll take care of him. Piercy wants to use quick coercion on the general. Quick coercion. Uh, that tends to be a very negative-related endeavor. <laughs> it's, a, it's a bully of, of sorts, a bully attempt. Uh, a general, uh, the the king of of uh, of Navarre, uh, King Ivaron, uh, 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 King Feon, um, he himself has sent us personally 
to come and, and help at you because you cannot do for yourself what uh, we can help you with. So I think you need to uh, <sighs> you need to just take take a moment here and and understand uh, what uh, uh, that we have brought with us. Uh, we have brought uh, the fight and power of a hundred armies, and 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 we have sunk uh, the pirates, and and we have uh, turned around uh, this great kingdom uh, of Navarre, and we will fight for Ivaron it too, uh, but not if you're being rude. Oh, well, this was fun. <laughs> <laughs> for the podcast listener, go back and watch that scene for Jeremy's reaction. Yeah. <laughs> and he says, uh, Alishan, hold, there's another. And uh, <laughs> all Sean comes over and says, I'm so sorry. You so must come sorry. with me. Would you like to be warm too? <laughs> and the general says, now, if the rest of you would like to talk, there is much to discuss. And he motions I... uh, Sildren and Yaru and Palik over to the map. Palik's already Indeed. there. Yeah. He's tracing all of it. <laughs> uh, Piercy, you are gently tugged with Xanner, and I know you like to be gently tugged out the front door <laughs> uh, and back out into the light snow where Alishan takes you both. For the speech, I wouldn't have agreed, but Piercy, maybe you should go with him. Ah. It'll be okay. I don't know why I chose that feet if I cannot use it. <laughs> uh, you are outside and uh, Olishan says, uh, uh, let's let's get you uh, someplace warm and uh, perhaps something better to wear than this robe of yours. Yes, please. It's, it's very flimsy. And he takes the two of you uh, to a different uh, part, just around the block to a, a store or two. Back inside the hall. Uh, Bali, what are you doing? Uh, Bali is uh, pouring over the maps. He's understanding what's going on back here. He knows they're approaching, uh, but he's, uh, he's still pouring over the maps and uh, uh, figuring where the dragons have been showing up. And his focus has been to that. He's been uh, listening to what's going on behind him, but this is his his uh, thing. All right. The general uh, steps over to a big map, uh, scoots some other uh, leader type folks out of the way and says, uh, the king is uh, out of the wall and with our men, I'm here to help direct and find new ways to defeat our enemy. And it looks like I have found an, uh, a great asset in the likes of you three, he says to the three of you that still remain. And, and why not the other two? They may have been rude in your hall, but why not the other two? Because I do not stand for rudeness or interruptions. Is that clear? You address an emissary of the dwarves of the Shadow Hall and those who came with the king under his word, I would expect better manners of one who's representing your king in Ivaron. I've been an emissary these many years and I have not heard such inexcusable talk. Now you can address me properly, properly. That's hard to say. 
or you'll find yourself even far less useful to the dwarves than before. I know these halls, I know these hills. Now I'll take your apology. <laughs> Bolly, make an intimidation roll of 35. Well, at least we're going to get this part of the <laughs> session <laughs> meeting out of the way early. Sure. Here we go. Uh, 25. All right. I'm so sorry you have to come <laughs> with me. And you join the others outside going to some stores to help Xanner find some clothes. Billy, why don't you just go with him and get so we don't have to roll anything? <laughs> and then there were three. The general says. So you're, so you're the only one that's allowed to be an asshole here? Is that it? <laughs> I'm and so then sorry. There were two. <laughs> Palik is escorted out. We have Sildren and Master Yaru left with the general. Do you want to go first, Yaru, or or Master Yaru or me? (laughs) How tall is he? Bali! (sighs) He's six and a half feet tall, and he's trying to point out the situation. Now, as I was saying, here's our tactical situation we're running into now. Please continue, for the love of Geth, continue. Our city was attacked two months ago and later several villages. Uh, Many warriors from the clans have gone to Ulrich's Hall and it is a great loss to us all. And a great wooden wall was built to keep out the gods themselves and has been erected along the Cold Run River. And I'm grateful to our hard work and Olaric himself that we have such protection now. And here you can see where we have uh, constructed it. And he shows you a map, which I'm going to show you right now. Ooh, cool. Might want to look around and zoom in and out, and you should see the map. Oh, sorry, I think I'm rotating. Oh yeah, there it is, cool. Good. Yes. All right. He takes a candle and brings it over to this map. This is a map of the kingdom of Ivoron that they have drawn on this big um, piece of vellum. And he brings this candle over towards uh, different symbols they have uh, or in little uh, wooden chits as well. They put on the map like a World War II strategy map. He uh, brings the candle over towards the uh, big city and says, this is us here at uh, Virik, the capital of Ivoron. You can see along the way, we have the wooden wall that's been extended for many, many miles. An incredible amount of work we've done. Along this wall, we have each of the five clans, and he shows two clans that are close to the west, two more clan markers that are kind of in the middle of this wall, and then one clan far out to the east. These five clans have been holding the line and are striking back, and we will take back our land north of the Cold Run, and we will have our victory and rid ourselves of this army, which our latest scouting reports are here, and he shows two red circles, and here that are north of the Cold River, one west on the coast and one dead center north of the wall. 
a man comes over who is dressed for outdoor travel, but quick, and he looks like a scout. And he comes up and he nods at Sildren and Yaru. And he says, it is a pleasure to see you. I am Fendic of the Broken Bows. And he bows deeply himself. Asiaru of the Three Winds. Children of the Seventh Conclave, proceed. What reports can you share? I can say that the dozen men from Navar have been helping, and it's great to have you here for certain. We are, we are blessed to have you. I would perhaps <clears throat> adjust the general's assertion that we will be pushing back the enemy anytime soon. We have stopped the Colium army's advance, yes, uh, but they still probe past our wall's weak spots and they cause chaos, but realistically, we still have little hope in launching an attack with any success. Our forces are too dwindled. Pushing beyond the wall would be a disaster. The general uh, <clears throat> eyes him closely, but does not correct him or banish him from the hall. General, I think you would agree the best course of action, and I'm speaking mostly to the scout, but I'm saying it to the general, so uh, so you get what I'm saying. Um, I think you would agree that the best course of action would be for all of the clans to hold the line as best they can with as much help and aid as we can offer. For now, it seems the best we can do is hold against the dragonkin and uh, bandage the weak spots until a plan can be devised by our group and, and yourself. Then let's talk about what you can offer. I take it the two of you cannot slaughter an entire army? As prized a fighter as I am, I am not capable nor willing to take on the entire dragonkin myself. Sildren, as powerful a druid as he is, does not summon all of the seven conclaves himself. Our sorcerer Zanna is very young, but he is the most powerful among us, so I implore you to see reason and look past his shivering his his excited manner. Xanner's manner. Xanner's Xanner's manner. Xanner's manner. He's a good planner, but uh, I, I can't do it. <laughs> I think I have a new name for the Nexus point. <laughs> <laughs> Put it right above the door. <laughs> TM. Um, I implore you to seek reason and counsel with all of us. We each, though we are stubborn at times. We are no generals, we are no soldiers, but we are fighters, and we hope, and we can provide hope, and we are cunning, and we have some ideas. General says, I will not have anyone lecture, and then Fendic, the scout, says, uh, General, perhaps if you could come up with some plan of uh, attack for these heroes, uh, and I could uh, give them some additional information, and he brings the two of you just real close over sidebar to him, and uh, Fendic says, uh, you must understand, uh, magic of sorts you may run into or even have your allies outside wield is frowned upon here in Ivoron. 
and very few are capable or allowed to wield magic like that. It is considered a curse more than any other. General uh, Vormon is the most powerful man who does wield magic, and he has gone through uh, many, many trials to have the authority to have uh, such power and the respect that it deserves. So to have someone who has not earned that right is uh, quite an insult to someone of his stature. So just, just keep that in mind. I understand. General, I know only two things. I have, I know only two things that I must do here in this land. I am happy to devise a plan of action with you. However, we do have plans of our own. Well, then let's talk about the plans of ours that may very well be much more important. I'm thinking the delivery, he says to the uh, scout Fendic who nods. And I'm thinking Kalkuvad. And the scout says, General, we've talked about this. Get, get, and he shoes Fendek away. I can think of three ways you can help immediately our situation here. Number one, one that is most dear to me. There is a very important delivery that has not shown up as expected. A vial of magic ink straight from an ally in Mist Lake has not arrived. No one outside this room knows its importance, and important it is with my craftsmanship of ancient ruins. And the ink within that vial, I can glean new ways to end this war and identify weaknesses of our enemy. It is very important to get a hold of this. If you can find this delivery and ensure its safe return, it was supposed to follow along the wall road that has been hastily constructed just on our side of the wall. But again, it has not arrived. The uh, teamster's name was Ugana. Local Union like, 429. Yes. <laughs> I was gonna say, is like Uganda with no D? Yes. Sweet. He said, there's also another bit of interest that I think could also be very critical to us. Uh, do you know the curse of magic that plagues these Colium dragonkin? Some of them actually wield this dark magic, summoning ice and, and controlling the, the movements of others. Did you know they can do that? We have dealt with the Colium before. Well, we have dealt with a special type <clears throat> of Colium. A dragonkin named Kal Kuvad, and he seems to be skilled in magic more than the others and has some sort of sway over these special types of dragonkin. And he has been battling us for weeks and weeks now and taunting us with each victory as his, his mages assault our walls over and over again and has been an annoying, dangerous thorn in my side. But during his last attack, our brave Ivoron forces fought back and wounded him and he flew off like a coward. I believe he's quite embarrassed about this defeat and I could not enjoy it more. I expect him to be licking his wounds 
due to the fact that we know exactly where he is, not far behind enemy lines. And he moves his candle to a mark on the map that is between the two army divisions uh, north of the wall. Stalking him down and slaying him would deal a blow to their strategy as well as the magical leadership of their army. I would send in some of our troops, but as I might reluctantly agree, perhaps leaving the wall would be a misstep at this point. And lastly, I, there's one other odd point of interest that I'd recommend taking a look at as our scouts are doing other things. Figuring out why these dragons have taken an interest in a ruined tower not far away. And he moves the candle over to the far east side of the map where there's a simple icon of a tower there. They have encircled it for weeks and have given up uh, any effort to attack our wall near there, being so focused on the tower. What say you? Defenders of the realm, heroes of Navarre. Oh, give me one moment with Master Yaru. Champions! Yes. <laughs> Uh, Master Yaru, we cannot be overly tied down by these extraneous tasks. We have to find this this other that the Blood Gypsy spoke of. I agree. And there is also one more that is not a, a main... It's more of a side quest, but there's another thing that I think we could do that would help us. Do you remember the tall... A uh, young man who helped us on that island with uh, Fiel. Nope. Landward, I believe his name was. Yes. I, I have his uh, feather token, and I must give it to his friend to let them know he is alive. A small gesture, but an important one to me. And that is here in this city? It is in this city. We must find someone. Tell me, Scout, Fenric, is that your name? Uh, Fendic, he comes Fendic. over. Do you know one of the name Magdora, who lies in the city somewhere? He says, I can't say I do. I spend most of my time out at the wall. A lady nearby, dressed in some fine furs, says, I know the, I know the lady. You know Magdora? Yes. Where can I find this one? I can show you if you'd like. Yes. Before we do that, General, where are the Navarran men who came up here not long ago? It would be good to see some familiar, possibly familiar faces. I do not know that information. There are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of men scattered about the wall, and the king is organizing that out in the field. Fendic, do you have any knowledge? I've seen them uh, on and off. They've been scattered about. I've seen two here, one there. Um, again, it wasn't a, a sizable force. It would do a great honor to us all if you would let them know that the defenders are in Verik. I'm sure it will lend them great uh, hope and courage. I will pass it along. 
General, if you'll excuse me, I have uh, business out in the cold then. General says, uh, stay safe and fight hard. And Fendig bows and takes off. General, go ahead. Uh, we will take no mission without speaking to our friends. So we will take the information you have given us and discuss it with our others. And then we can go from there. Uh, can you tell us anything of this tower that we saw coming in in the bay? Uh, aside from the king's brother being being uh, held there and now fled. Is it that is a... That is an area of some some shame to the king. His brother, Trothar, has laid claim to the throne for many years or tried to, but he is not of full strength of mind. He has withdrawn to his sole kingdom of one, on the Isle of Trothar, and there he stays. He has not been banished. He has not been removed from Ivoron. He has removed himself and has lived there for several years now and refuses to set foot in Ivoron as he is the rightful king. And this has gone on and on for endless conversations. Unfortunately, we had to remove him by force and bring him back here to the city as it was not safe for anyone to remain outside the city walls, particularly those isles. And are there other peoples on those isles? Oh, no. Uh, Trothar is alone. He occasionally has uh, someone to attend to him from time to time and bring food and cook and clean. And no one goes to the Shrouded Isle. I see. Well, we must discuss these matters with our friends. Then please send word uh, what your decision is and know that although I may sound gruff, I am grateful for your help here and being able to investigate what uh, ha is possible to slay this Dragonkin Mage would be of great use. Finding this ink that I could unlock mysteries of our enemy or finding out what is going on with this tower with a star upon it. These are important things. So let me know. We will. And I'm just saying, you could have left some snacks out for us when we got here. You knew we were coming. Like, you know, it's not a big deal. All right, I'm leaving. Okay, fine. <laughs> Uh, the woman with furs uh, goes with you, Yaru, and Sildren, as you leave. Yeah. She says, I can take you uh, to the, the woman you seek. And the general has also uh, told me to uh, give you uh, housing and uh, warm food and a place to rest. It's very generous of him after all. Meanwhile, there is a ding ding of a store as uh, Alishan uh, brings a shivering Xanner into a clothes store. It's got uh, lots of different things of clothes. A lot of them are very hearty fur jacket type things. There's no one else in the store and someone excitedly calls from the back and says, 
Is that a customer? It sounds like a customer. This is good news, good news. Stay here, I'll get them. And coming from the back, parting past some big warm coats, seeing a shivering little gnome is a, a non Ivoron looking guy. This is a thinner guy with a big smile. Doesn't look gruff like the rest of these uh, 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 Viking-like folks. And he comes up and says, uh, oh, what can I do for you, uh, Alishan? Uh, you, uh, you look like you need something warm. <laughs> I am Xander and I'm very, very cold. You're, you're Xander? Yes. From Edlund Home. Yes! Finally! <laughs> I'm I'm Romer! Do you remember me? I'm Romer! Romer? You made it all the way up here? Yes, you 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 got back the money that was stolen from me from the snow wizard. Do you remember? <laughs> yeah, that was it felt like forever ago. I, I know, and then, and then there were, then as we went north, uh, we were waylaid by bandits, and you and your friends were there again. It's so good to see you. <laughs> it's 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 good to be seen. It's good to see you too. I have. He comes and gives you a big hug. Ah, your cold hands. All right, let's. I, I'll get you taken care of right away. Whatever you need. Thank you so much. Um, I I need a really good traveling cloak i think and, and also probably furry boots or something that's that just keeps me warm and protected you you know this better than i do i can't believe you're here you really it's amazing it. it's amazing to see you here i owe you know what i have something just that might be right up your alley and he comes and gets you a big uh coat and a, a fur cloak and comes over with um, boots that are tall and got the straps with the thick white gray fur that look significantly too big and says, come, come, come here, sit, put your, put your feet in these. These will warm you up nice. And as you put your feet into them, they shrink magically to gnomish size. Ooh. Wow. Robert, do you do magic? Uh, no, but I have these and uh, the price is through the roof and no one here can really afford it. I figure this is the least that I owe you and your group, although I don't recognize many uh, here. Let's see. No, no, no. <laughs> These behind me are uh, the Defenders of Navarre. New Defenders of Navarre. <laughs> we, after Edlin home, we went through a lot of different travels and went through a lot of changes. And, and Iggy and Idrisil that you'll remember, they are now serving the king in Navarre. Oh. They're captains of the guard and, and uh, Idrisil's in charge of the wolves, all of the wardens of the forest. And, and, and Killian, Killian gave his life to save mine, which happened down in Tavernry. And that was, was a long time ago. But I'm only alive because he sacrificed himself. And Jix, poor Jix, he he died in defense of the king before he was able to get in to being in the kingdom. But that's how we got new allies. That's where Piercy came from. He is he is the guard of the king of Phaon. And, Whoa! And, and, and this is Bali. And no. he's new. We're... We figured him out, but it's it's always great to have new people who 
who have our support. Robert, I've been through so much. I, I don't know if you're ever in touch with anyone down there. Probably not. But it's, uh, feels like the world has changed like five times since I've seen your face. I, I imagine it, it, it really has, especially the last few months. Well, it's good to see you, and uh, and no charge for for any any of this uh, Xanner only. He says to the rest of you, looking through some nice things. <laughs> I can give you a nice steep ten percent discount for the rest of you for all the defenders. It's our defender discount, ten percent. Wow, that's a pretty good discount, you guys. I'm just saying that's you don't get that everywhere. Uh, it's, it's, it's not bad. Yeah, okay. Uh, you guys see something I like. Yeah, you guys are able to pay for some clothes and get upgraded to some nice toasty stuff that's already built into your cost of living we've already paid for in the past, so you're good there. Uh, and Xander, uh, you are nice and toasty. Romer wishes you well, and Olashan escorts you out where... Uh, yes. Uh, uh, do, you, do you have any furs, like maybe wool for a bear, like fur? Like with the the head and everything. Fleet came you... with me too. She's also yeah, yeah. defenders. We're really close. Fleek and I. Like we're like we're <laughs> next to each other all the time. Like we're she's my best fa- friend and, and probably the closest one I've known. Don't a tell children that. A fur with an animal head. Uh, where do you think you are? This is Ivoron. I've got the whole sections of different animals. What kind do you want? <laughs> maybe maybe like a wolf. <laughs> yes, come this way. Let's see. I've got uh, black bear, brown bear, gray wolf. I've got dog. Uh, I've got shark fur somehow. Yes, what kind? What like would you a like? White, a white wolf, maybe? Yes. Yes, yeah. this one. Of course. I, I have this leather armor. Would you do a straight trade? How across? You, you have regular leather armor? Yeah. Yes, he would. Okay. Excuse me, did you say shark fur? Uh, yes, it's very unique. <laughs> By the way, do I'll not go that. overboard out in the bay. <laughs> I'll take that just because of the rarity, I think. Uh, yeah, that's a, that's a fair trade there, Polik. Okay, you thank you. something that maybe could match my fine tabard? Uh, blue, uh, I, I've got, it's, it's a little odd. It's not necessarily designed for cold. Uh, and he shows you a fancy, what would be the equivalent of like an eighties, uh, you know, silk type shirt type thing, but shiny, maybe even satiny, uh, a thin windbreakerish jacket. Uh, he shows you, uh, this is, uh, and it's very aquamarine blue, very bright, very shiny. Uh, this is one of the more expensive things I have. Uh, it would cost a, a pretty penny for sure, but this is straight from the skin of sea ponies. It's quite rare. <laughs> uh, does it do anything fancy? Just look at it. <laughs> it dazzles. You can do fancy things in it. Um... Wouldn't make my quick coercion any better. <laughs> the offer has been rescinded. I will not sell to you. <laughs> you, 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 it's two gold if you'd like it. I sit. Three gold, as I said. Yeah, two gold. Here you go. Here's the two gold. Uh, darn it. He takes the two gold and is giving you a, a sea pony jacket. 
See Pony and me. All right, I'll take it. On, on the is way it like out, a bomber jacket? Is that? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I, on the way out, Xander will leave a platinum piece. Whoa! Just for for good for seeing him and the gratitude for. Dude bites it. Yeah, he says, oh, "I'm I'm so, I'm in your debt again, Xander." It is always good to see a good friend, and thank you so much. I feel eight point eight hit points better. <laughs> Keep the fire going. Of course. Hey, kids, we get to eat this week. And you head outside, <laughs> and uh, you meet your friend Yaru and Sildren being led by the furred lady, uh, who raises an eyebrow at this bright blue jacketed uh, Yasoki. <laughs> so you yeah, like what you see. Shunka gives a little growl to to Palik. <laughs> oh no! Don't 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 growl at me. You'll see. It'll be great. <laughs> Tell me, my friend, what is your name? He says to the lady. Say that again. What is your name and your clan and your clan, perhaps? You had to ask the clan. I got. I mean, that's what they all say. I just. I'm Tier of the Snowfell Clan. You're with the Snowfell Clan. Yes. How's How's Duke Sieves doing? She looks down. The Duke was taken early in the battles. Oh. I didn't. I didn't know him, but I knew of him. We all um, knew of him. Yaru, um, as we're walking, um, Yaru's just going to say, uh, update everybody on the plan of action. Um, the general's three plans. Uh, I hope down. Uh, the general has an interesting manner about him. I'm sorry he kicked all of you out of his very warm, very cozy meeting hall. There's no need to apologize. <laughs> we didn't even like here for him. Yeah, fuck that guy. He wasn't looking for us. We were here for him. This is completely off to the side. We were dragged there. Do you I remember we're trying to fight a sorceress? Yes, I remember. I got a sea pony jacket. But Look first, how shiny it is. Good, good, good job. Good job. Before we venture south, this lady is taking us somewhere to meet a friend of Landward. Do you all, except Bolly, of course. Do you remember Landward from that island? Uh-huh. And Yara will pull out the uh, feather that Landward gave him. It is a either an eagle feather or maybe a seagull fe- feather or something like that. Um, and I'm uh, prepared to give this to the person we're going to go meet. Okay. You head over to the uh, location where uh, you are asked to find Magdora. It is an inn that you are brought to and Bali, you get a little somber as you approach, as you see a site you have seen several times before in your life and you, every time you see it, you hope never to see it again. And that is tons of casualties and the dead that are gathered inside and also uh, over spilling to the outside of this commandeered tavern that has been turned into a triage hospital. Uh, 
Wally will immediately start and in a non-magical method start uh, uh, going over Stabbing his dagger the, into people. Whoever the, uh, whoever the medical quote-unquote attendees are and uh, try to join them. Okay, you go over. There is a uh, a woman who uh, gets uh, in between the you and the first person you're heading towards. Maybe some wounded guy on the ground who's bleeding. Uh, she uh, comes Silver's over. Silver's actually joining Bali as well. Um, right. And um, come find us here when you are done with your task. I don't think this task will ever be done. Those dragons keep coming. The woman uh, intercepts you, Bali and Sildren, and while you were first, she stops and says, uh, uh, no, no, uh, you can speak to your friend later. Uh, he, he, needs, he needs his rest. I'm here to help. I can help with these wounded. She is covered in blood. She's got, you know, what was normally beautiful, what you saw as beautiful braided hair inside the hall with some of these women. And the woman, uh, Tierra, who's uh, leading the group now, this lady is just, it's all wrapped up. She looks heavy bags over her eyes. She says, you know, uh, you know how to heal? We are both healers. Then grab grab those bandages grab those buckets come inside there's some immediate help i could absolutely use and she pulls you in with a, just a, a exhausted excited desperate come in and you go inside the two of you and it is as bad as you had thought it is wall to wall cots people laying on the ground wrapped in blankets there's lots of brutal claw damage with just massive wounds to uh, arms and legs with exposed uh, muscles and tendons and and bone you can see you don't see a lot of uh, claw damage, massive claw damage to the midsection and chests or heads, uh, which is not a great sign either. You also see lots of what you believe to be magically frozen limbs that need to be amputated. Uh, people crying out. There are very few in any way skilled people here of doctors of any kind. Uh, and she seems to be the, uh, the, most, uh, the, the most in command and she does not even seem to be anywhere near as skilled as you folks. And she brings you over and says, uh, hold him down and we've got to roll him over and we've got to get bandages on, we've got to change him. And she's directing and directing. Some of the other people that are here, they're not doctors, they're not clerics. They're not surgeons. They're just people that are helping change uh, bedding, change bandages. And it's like uh, it's like 80 people, 80 casualties to five people looking after him. It's just a, an absolute mess. Uh, looking over uh, the race of these individuals, are they primarily from Ivoron? Yep. They're almost exclusively Ivoron. You see a, uh, a couple elves, and uh, that's about it. You guys get to work and start helping out. Uh, meanwhile, you are taking Yaru uh, not too far away to a building next door where Tier knocks on the door and a, a woman opens it up. She is covered in sawdust, having done some sort of woodwork uh, just recently, and she brushes herself off and says, oh, I'm quite a sight. Uh, it's, it's cold. C uh, come in, Tier. Uh, who did you bring? And Tier says, these are uh, outsiders. They are 
uh, champions from Navarre have come to seek you out. And you go inside and there's a small uh, woodworking shop where there's very simple, again, lots of stakes, there's staffs, there's, um, uh, what would you call it? like uh, uh, a litter uh, for medical Mm -hmm. purposes that are kind of being uh, poles set together for Mm -hmm. that. And uh, she comes in and says, I I, I don't have much to offer. Uh, Water is all I have today. Spare yourself and please, we we wish not to take much of your time. I'm simply here with a message. And I'll just simply pull out the feather and I'll just hand it to her. And I'll kind of close it in her hand. I'll say, Lanwood is alive. Do you know this name? I know the name Langward of Three Elms, my husband. He's alive? If it is the man of honor that I know, and I met me a month ago, then he does live. And he's not here. That is the ass of the man that I know for certain. By the gods, where is he? You know this case. Is he outside? Not the way you wanted that to go. What tavern is he in right now? Is he out on the dock or is the one up near the east gate? If there was a tavern nearby, trust me, I would know. We could use a drink. All of us could in these times. Your husband is far away from here. Of course he is. Your husband saved my life. I wish not to make any jokes of him. I do not know the man well. He was a man of few words. And if it is the same man I know, he is still trapped on an island near the Thousand Isles. And I'll kind of pull out my map of the Thousand Isles and show her generally where we were. Um, I don't think you have a map of the Thousand Isles anymore. I would have copied it. I imagine. No, you gave it to the captain. And you said you're going to commit certain things to memory. Okay, well, I'll draw it on. I'll, for our purposes, I'll draw There's it on. There's sawdust the on the ground yeah. with some sticks. Yeah, 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 I'll do that. I'll do that. This I'll map draw will last as long as you want it to, lady. I'll do one of those. <laughs> outing uh, language secret location. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Bro's before. He got, a, he got a real nice bachelor pad. It's got 12 bunks in it. Uh, Lie down, man. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm gonna do uh, one of those like Zen Garden uh, drawings in the sand uh, of uh, the islands and all that. He saved our lives, and we owed him this much to tell the pers- to tell his loved ones that he lives. Though with Charice and the Dragonkin around, I do not know for how much longer he is safe. Well, I can say that I'm grateful for you to tell me this. I agree that things have changed with the dragons. And lastly, not this one, not this one, but this island here is exactly where you say he is. Is that correct? (laughs) You know, they all kind of look the same. You said it was that one. I, I will remember will this. Thank you for this. <laughs> <laughs> what are you building? It looks really nice. Is that a ship? 
<laughs> and uh, that scene quickly gets out of the way as fast as we all can. That was awesome. That's all I wanted. <laughs> uh, more time has gone on, and it is a mess inside the tavern. You guys are working super hard. There are... Uh, each of you have one really bad patient and she's like, I need help. And there's uh, blood that's had to be uh, held uh, up. Bandages had to be held down as someone's bleeding out. You guys are there trying to uh, apply bandages and use your medicine skills. I need uh, each of you, Sildren and uh, Bali, to make a medicine roll, please. With plus three. Uh, that'll be a 35. That's huge. I don't see it on the thing. That's because I have assurance in medicine. Oh, guaranteed. 36. With the plus that I gave you? Oh, um, you said plus three, 39. All right. Uh, you guys do fantastic work. Like the patients should not survive whatsoever and you're helping out uh, and uh, uh, keeping them calm. One guy uh, ho- uh, to you, uh, uh, Bali, uh, says, uh, no, don't don't let her take my leg. And she looks at you and says, we, we have to we have to take his leg. It's 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 infected. Hold him down. Is it beyond my skill of healing? It is beyond your skill of healing. It is. <clears throat> and he's got a grip of your arm staring in the eyes. Don't let her take my leg. Uh, and she hands you a stick. Uh, in his in his garb, he's a soldier? Yes. Uh, Bolly looks down at him and, where does your, f- <clears throat> excuse me, where does your faith reside? He says, I, I follow uh, Olaric to his, to his hall and beyond if needed. To his hall and beyond. Do you know this symbol? This is the symbol of who I follow. Stonefather. Mm. Warmth no. of the earth. <clears throat> Thogard is his name and he watches over us all. He sees you now in great pain. And he knows the losses that you've suffered, but this loss is necessary for you. You are brave for being here amongst your companions. You're brave for standing up against the creatures outside. This is a small price to pay. I believe in you as my stone father believes in me. I know you're a god would be proud to have you. And uh, uh, Bali tries to alleviate some of the pain in some some fashion. Okay. Uh, and uh, she ties off his leg high up and gets out a saw and he holds on tight and bites down on the stick that you present him. And she just shakes her head and wipes her brow and begins the procedure. And it is not comfortable. He cries out, but to his, uh, and he goes unconscious soon afterwards, but to his credit as a brave uh, Ivoron warrior, uh, he, he goes through it with your uh, reassurance. 
It is a bloody mess. Sildren, you are dealing with uh, helping address some that are not going to make it. They, they're, they're, they're healing people that just will not last another 24 hours. You help them identify that and focus other efforts. Um, you, you can see there's in serious need of bandages Bali, you're not even done there. More and more time goes by. The group is dealing with other stuff outside and you help with uh, other bloody uh, and pained issues uh, of all these poor uh, soldiers. After, yes. In addition to that, um, soldiers making like kind of gathers as many, like basically has, including whatever elves are there. kind of gets the staff to like gather as many people close to him as possible and he's going to cast a level four um heal um because i have one um and it's the 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 30 foot radius heal um and then also stabilize and 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 things like that so he is using kind of you know his magical abilities as well to um to do what he can. You hear that, Bali? NPCs are getting children's heels, so just no- <laughs> note that. Note that. Children uh, <laughs> is doing some great magical stuff. Bali, you don't even have time to deal with that as you're dealing with just the raw, nasty strength and reassurance stuff that this uh, essentially nurse needs. Sildren, um, you are... St- stopped as the moment you start that she comes over with blood hands and touches you on the shoulder and leaves a bloody handprint and says i'm sorry uh, magic is is not uh, comfortable for many here neither is death and children proceeds and she does not fight it and frustratedly goes back to you bali and continues this uh dangerous and uh, extra with you around risky surgery uh, that happens. Mm-hmm. And uh, the group has been, uh, the other rest of the group has been shown some lodging if you uh, choose to stay, also been given some warm food. Uh, and about an hour or so has gone by and Sildren is wrapping up some um, somewhat sub- subdued casting and uh, helping just the overall uh, uh mood and healing of everyone in the area, which is really, really helpful, as well as some of the uh, dangerous surgery you've done, Bali, has been extremely helpful. You finally take a break and the lady um, pulls you off to the side and takes you outside and sits on a bench, still surrounded by wounded guys out in the cold, a couple guys that are dead, just laying out in the cold that haven't been moved yet. And the two of you just sit down on this bench, really cold and uh, moderately cold, uh, but uh, just tired and exhausted. And she gives you a, a, a very dirty towel to help clean off your hands. I take it you are, uh, you won't be staying. We could use your help here. Me and mine are after the cause of all of this suffering. I would do what I can. Believe me, I've seen the Grey Marches, and there are battles that seem to continue with a never-ending suffering. No, I can't stay. The dragons will return, and you'll have more. 
I'm sorry, no, I can't help you further. Keep your eyes open then for bandages. We could use, if you can't help, just tell him we need bandages. We need, we need, we need Bemwort root. We need, we need everything we can get our hands on. We need more hands. And she just wipes her brow and catches her breath. She reaches into her pocket and pulls out a little piece of cloth and unfolds it in her hand. And you see there are two little chocolate balls. Uh, They're little chocolate puffs. These are supposed to be for the wounded, but uh, sometimes I sneak a package out for myself. And she hands one to you, Bolly. Uh, Bolly will kind of put the the hand up and let them go to you and you're wounded. You're going to make me feel even more guilty. Here. <laughs> I'll take a chocolate ball. <laughs> <laughs> she forces it into your hand, Lolly. All right. Um, why I've traveled quite a bit around Iveron. Why no magic, especially in these cases? It's always been the way. Uh, my understanding is Mist Lake to the east. Long ago, there were uh, magical troubles and threats that came out of there. Some big monster, some say a dragon, most say a water demon, and those stories have gone on and on for over a century. And I think uh, uh, the uh, the king's father's father, maybe even beyond, uh, outlawed magic since then. But we do what we can, and whoever can do does what they can. I mean, I'm a seamstress, but because I had access to cloth, I made bandages, and when the doctors were called away, now I'm the doctor. We do what we can. We do what we can. I thank you for this, and not just the chocolate bowl. It is always an honor to see so many fight so hard for what they want, for what they believe in. These dragons will go away one day. Then to one day, and she does a little cheers with the chocolate puff. The group uh, is gathered in someone's home that they're not there at all, so it's all yours. Uh, Sildren arrives with a tired-looking Bali who immediately goes to a wash bin and washes his hands. You guys are all together. And now to tend to you, all of you, you've still got scratches and nicks. And Bali will go to his last round of treating wounds and take care of uh, the injury. Charles a knife. Party. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, you start treating wounds of everyone, and given enough time, you can certainly uh, heal them all. Oh, this is Alishan's home, so he is there, uh, your, your your city guide, if you need any further assistance. Okay. Xander, by the way. out, like in, uh, <laughs> in a polished... Sure. Armor or something like that. You're looking. You're looking fine, uh, Xander. By the way, your boots seem to have a magical property that they, while they sink in the mud like everyone else, they stay above the snow as though the snow d- does not impede you at all. Nice. Nice. Guys, I'm extra light. <laughs> <laughs> um. Hey, Olishan. 
of the yes. ice hills. Uh, question, where is Lake Pyre? <clears throat> it's nearby here, right? The general sending you to Lake Pyre. Well, it's a complicated story. Uh -huh. He, he, he is sending us there, yes. Yeah. Well, I, I won't question the, the general. Uh, uh, it's uh, you take the road south uh, until you get to the, uh, the, the, the waterfall, and then you head southwest. It's about a full day, a hard, long day. Most do the trip in two days uh, is Lake Pyre. What on earth? Why would we send you champions there? Well, that is an excellent question, but one that I cannot tell you unless we would have to kill you with magic. Don't he's, kill me. He's no. just kidding. That's not this little guy, he's would... funny. He's a, uh, he has an odd sense of humor and he talks too much. I talk but a lot. We are, we are to go to Lake Pyre first thing tomorrow. Well, how can I help? I can arrange uh, some. You can tell no one that we're going to bake to 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 the lake up higher. A secret mission. That's how the, you help from the general. Oh, it's a secret yeah. mission. <laughs> yes, that's this what I was trying to just say. Just between just between you and me and the general. Got it. Uh, yep. Just between us and you. Uh, that just pretend the general doesn't even know anymore. It's that secret. Yes. All right. So he okay. might have even forgot he gave the mission to us at all. That's our secret. Oh, he forgot. We're to not making see. this better. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm on to this. They didn't just bring me into the hall as an advisor because everyone else of importance was out on the wall. I know things. Yes. Exactly. We're going to nickname you Scapegoat. It's hilarious. <laughs> Sounds strong. <laughs> the fastest uh, you guys, uh you guys uh rest for the night then and wake up the next morning so, you up. is that the name of the <clears throat> lake that the blood gypsy gave us is that yes okay all right um are we going to talk about the tower of scorginar or are we just going to ignore that Possible towers, uh, this yeah, with the star that he said. So have a conversation. You guys are in the morning. There's some yeah. uh, food being served by Alishan. Yes, as we were saying yesterday, he gave us several missions, if not clues, as to how we might approach the Dragonkin ourselves, if not with the Ivoran army them helping us. The first of which was some item he requested that we deliver that was not delivered to him. This, I think, is a fool's errand, and someone better suited could do this. What was the item? He said some sort of mutagen that he can use with his own craftsmanship to forge some weapon. Say uh, magical ink um, for some sort of rune forging. Who's I say that quietly I so like weapon. Xander doesn't hear that. <laughs> why? Why is everybody quiet? Why? Why is that asshole the only one allowed to practice magic here? Did we have we figured that out? That seems suspicious. He's passed some trials, and 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 magic is 
nearly forbidden. It's 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 a weird place, but I don't think we need to worry too much about that other than keeping a low pro- profile with our magic. And Soldier says that much louder looking at Xanner. <laughs> you seem very, very threatened by Xanner. Everybody's threatened by Xanner! Uh, yeah, yeah, pew 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 pew! Yep. Malik, Here goes right. three spell slots. <laughs> <laughs> the second was someone named Karl Kuvad, some soldier of the dragonkin who has sway in the battles. I've I've heard that name before. What do you know of this person? Uh, a nasty uh, dragonkin. Uh, some of the warriors have uh, mentioned his name in uh, 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 with with respect of uh, battling him. Yes, they gave us his approximate location and said if we can get behind the enemy's line and defeat him, it would cause a severe scar in their battle tactics. Ooh. But again, I feel this is a fool's errand for us to handle. And the third... Maybe. It could be done, but the third... We We know what we need to do first. Yes. And, you know, if we do these with our charge in tow, then that could surely get her some experience. I agree. Which leads us to the third item Sildren has already mentioned, this tower that he mentioned not far to the east, near the forests. And the dragon kin are converging on it, and it is one of the towers of Scorginar. The one on the island? It is not on the island, it is to our east. There's two towers! No, copyright. (laughs) (laughs) I'll back that up! I'll back that up! the, the, it's a Scorgernar Tower! No, One and no, three quarters no towers! towers. <laughs> <laughs> well, that sounds like something we should definitely check out! But we are currently at a truce with that creature. But I believe these decisions can be delayed slightly as we get to the lake and are true. Are are we still at a truce? That was a really long time ago. With our friend gone? Can we truly be None of us made that truce. A truce just means a pause, yeah? Not uh, forever stopping? You might call it a parlay, Piercy. Uh, A parlay, sure. (laughs) So a truce uh, just means a pause, not a forever stopping? And... Leave so. Also, I believe the foam runner would be the quickest way to to this area, to the lake. Down the waterfall? Well, the lake is, if I'm looking at this map correctly, <laughs> uh, then we would be well served to travel the foam runner to to as close inland as as we can. It would be quicker in our travels. This guy said it was only a day away, like taking the road. (sighs) 
that uh, could be too, depending yeah. on how fast we travel. But taking the road will also lead us on to one of these tasks, would it not? Olashan speaks up and says, if you can uh, travel by a ship, it would take you uh, just a few hours to get there direct. And the, uh, this missing, missing shipment is supposedly somewhere along this walled, the, the, the Maginot line that they have set up. Oh, okay. Yes, but we do, we know about where, but not exactly. The question is, do we go by land or by sea? I would think by sea would be best, as Sildren said. If it's that much quicker, of course. I'm okay with quicker. Back to the foam runner. Okay, let's go. After you. <laughs> step, step, step. All right. You guys return to the dock and you are, oh, and Olashan walks with you and says, uh, so I was advised to pass along uh, the message to the uh, general. Whoa. Which of, which of these tasks uh, you're doing? You are doing the lake task, but you say to keep it a secret at the same time. So I'm not sure what to do. Uh, yes, what do so I tell him? Tell, tell him we're going to do them all. Oh, all right. Uh, I did. It's that I, a good do, do, I, do, oh, my, sidebar. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. We need to go kiss. Uh, um, no, that's not what sidebar means. <laughs> like, who, who, who cares what this general thinks? Like, we're on our own thing here. If we can help him out by doing any of these, sure. But if we tell him we're doing all of them, it might keep us keep him out of our hair for a it bit. It may also then cause him to not focus on things that he must and cause turmoil and and losses that are unnecessary. Oroshan, tell him this. Yes. Tell him we will search for the vial of ink. However, if he does not hear from us within a week's time, to send an, to send as many forces he can spare to that location. Uh, very well. Good luck. Good hunting. Good messaging. <laughs> and you uh, board the foam runner. Captain Gregard says, uh, where to now? South. Southwest. Back south, to South by Southwest. TM. Good music, good field. <laughs> Back to Navarre. Not quite that far. Do go you down. know? Do you know? We're just gonna go a few hours down the coastline to the southwest. As we you can't said. read maps. <clears throat> Master Yaru will show you on your yes on your maps where yes. where we are. Yeah, I'm, I'm at the helm, <laughs> backseat driving. As you can only do maps now with sawdust, though. You have to quickly wheel <laughs> something, and then you oh, can look, be downgraded. Oh look, a whole ship made of wood. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right.
right. The foam runner uh, sets sail and you leave with uh, Bali in particular looking at the closest island with a tower perched atop it where you see no snow, quote unquote, on it today. As the ship, though, makes its way with light snow falling and make your way not west out of this huge bay, but southwest to the uh, southern section of the bay. There, as you approach, you have Grigard uh, anchor offshore and take a rowboat uh, to the shore. And all of you make your way to the cold plains and slightly rolling hills and make your way south towards this lake. You hike for about a good hour, hour and a half. It is in the early afternoon and you, the road takes a looping turn and goes through some trees and you come across uh, several, maybe a dozen uh, buildings you can see up ahead. In particular, you pass by some quarries, uh, big holes with uh, sections of rocks that have been removed. The quarries, though, are have lots of uh, water, cold-looking water in them uh, with uh, some strange machines on tall wooden stilts that are pumping out the water uh, and pouring it down a hillside on the other side of this giant hill that they're on. Um, so it's quite a production and appears to be a big focus of the town is the work in the quarry. So you've got cranes and stuff and, and and wagons to haul things, but there isn't a lot of work going on right now. There's no workers, there's nothing happening and the quarry is full of, not full, but half full of water, just pumping going on. Anyways, you take this path that loops around uh, from a northern direction and approaches these buildings from the south direction. And as you do so, you hear cries of pain and these screech of dragonkin you look and can see there is a dead woman lying almost in the center of this snow covered town blood uh, seeping out into the uh, into the snow people are scattering there are uh, two or three different dragonkin that are attacking this town and you guys draw your weapons and charge in in its defense and we will take our break there folks oh. yeah and we'll be back in just a little bit it's Bullyk, your favorite sneaky halfling. Get your ass over to patreon.com slash ingloriousbards. You will get to see little old me and uh, all the other dudes. But mostly me. We have so many extras that will explode your mind. Fighting here within this quarry town, our heroes are on the far south side. There's a couple small buildings uh, and there's a road that goes north to south. There's some trees far out to the east on the east edge of our map. There's a couple buildings, maybe three small ones on the left side of this north-south road and then two larger ones on the right side of the north-south road. You can hear a couple civilians crying out, fighting back. You can see one or two of these uh, Coleum dragonkins about anywhere from five to seven feet tall with wings uh, that but they're bipedal as well and they wield uh, normally ice weapons made of ice in their hands and that is our situation we're gonna roll initiative and i just need to know what uh, piercy's doing after you all right we are rolling Dragon first 10. first up is polik hey xander fix your hit points because we're okay we're, we're at full 
Uh, doo -doo -doo -doo. I will <laughs> move up as far as I can. Move up to right here behind there. Ooh, okay. Oh. There's some more! And I'm pointing to my left. All right. And that was three moves, so I'm done. All right. Racing up towards the biggest uh, building of them all, Xanner, you're up. Oh, I am? Oh, gosh, okay. Xanner's uh, kind of surveying the area. And... Uh, Malik, you saw more up there? When I'm like motioning to my left. To the west. To the west, yes. Okay, uh, Xander's going to... Oh. Uh, you know what he's going to do? He's going to do something he has not done before, but this is really important. Uh, Xander's going to move up behind uh, Bali, and he's going to cast Resist Energy. Okay. And uh, it's going to be resist energy to cold. To cold. Interesting. It probably should be fire. Let me think about it. Matt. You want to wait? We've got time. <laughs> I'm seeing colors now on our on a virtual tabletop <laughs> as you extend your movement. Is it showing us multiple actions with the colors? I believe oh, so. that's cool. That's pretty cool. I like. Anyway, I sorry. I'm sorry, I, I was trying to find it. It was right here. It All right, so Xander's casting uh, resistance to cold on uh, the healer, uh, Molly. And Xander, that's your turn, right? That's the whole thing, yep. Okay, Xander's done. While you figure that out, I'm going to move forward with uh, them. Next up are the uh, Coleum uh, bad guys themselves. We have one that is uh, far to the north that is attacking several times and spends its whole turn and drops a civilian to the north with a cry. Ah! The coleum uh, rakes and rakes with uh, nasty claws and their, their skin color is kind of an icy blue and just claws into this uh, um, villager and drops him. There is another one who is where a police been pointing to the west in between some of these village huts. This one takes a strike, uh, slightly wounds a villager and then does a quick flight over to Palik and strikes at you, Palik, with its uh, fangs, almost a natural 20. Instead, it is a 29 to hit. Oh, oh gosh. It's... That's a hit. Okay. You have been hit for 27 points of piercing and cold. Jeez. <laughs> as it bites into you, actually. Done, done, done. Piercy, you see another one appear near you guys on the southeast of the map, just around a corner of a building. And he stops surprised to see you. He heard sounds, but didn't know how many you were. And then he stops and goes back around the edge of the building. Uh -huh, I see you. <laughs> uh, I was not expecting that. Done, done, and done, and... 
done. All right, that's it. It is Piercy's turn. Uh, Piercy no. did after you. I did after oh, you. Oh, sorry. Uh, I got to move you to the end of the initiative. It is Sildren's turn. Okay. This will be interesting. So Sildren will move his, oh shoot, uh, 35. Is this civilian dead? Yes. Okay. Super dead. Uh, Sildren, 35, 70 feet. So Sildren will move 70 feet. And then uh, he's going to activate his uh, bracelet of dashing. Sildren, you see to your right, there is a magical swirling blue mass. Uh, in between some of these buildings to your right, the uh, east side of our battle map, you uh, are tr- are you trained in arcane and or occultism? Uh, let me check. You got to be occult at least. Um, a druid? No, on occultism, yes, or on arcane. Okay, you are able to identify this as a Colium spark. This is a essentially an energetic point that keeps the Colium's um, uh, angry and focused and battle ready. You believe that, and it is not not only does it help them, but in particularly, if you were able to do enough damage to it, it would um, be a negative effect to them of some kind. Okay. Um, do I feel like fire would be helpful against it? Uh, you do not know. Okay. Um, I shout that to the group. Okay. And then uh, Shunka will do... Oh, is that just two moves for Shunka? Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so Shunka will get right there. And then... Next to Palik. Yeah. Yep. Uh, actually, flank not, if he not can. Not cross from? There we go. Nice, yeah. flanking that. Yeah, a little puppy. <laughs> <laughs> and then he growls at you. Um, <clears throat> and that's his action. So All right. we're done. Uh, then we have Master Yaru. Ooh, Master Yaru. Hearing children's call will swallow his peanuts. Swallow his and what? Excuse me? Penis? You heard what I said. <laughs> you heard me. Not a herd. Warm, salty penis. I will. That's where that flexibility really comes in handy. Take an action and He's go here. I'll take a second action to go to the other side of this device. The um, Colium Spark, you called it. Third action will be a uh, flurry of blows. Before you do that, you do see on the southeast corner of the map, there are two more of these Colium soldiers. The one that Piercy saw behind a corner and another one within the trees. Okay, as I see them, I look to them and hearing soldiers call, I do a flurry of blows, key strike. A magical, huge pun, decent punch at this thing. All right. So the first one, will be, I know there's a lot of icons there. I think I did it twice there. The first one is a 24 to hit. The second one will be, I keep doing it twice. Oh, I'm double clicking, I'm sorry, that's why. Uh, uh, will be a 23 to hit. All right, you- 24 and 23. 
those are not good strikes. You uh, you connect but cannot do any damage. You feel resistance, okay. but you cannot get through that damage. Okay. Uh, into doing the into doing. Um, I will call that out uh, to everyone. I'm hitting. I'm making contact, but it doesn't seem to be doing anything. Perhaps magic can the only way. Hit it harder. I'm trying. <laughs> Uh, Bolly! You look a little flaccid on those hips. <laughs> I've got nuts in my mouth! <laughs> What's that have to do with it? Come on. A pro uh, can do it. <laughs> Bolly needs to advance here. So, Bolly, one, two, let's see. Oh, my segments are much shorter than everyone else's. <laughs> Maybe you should have the bracelet, bracelet of dashing. Maybe. Bum, bum, bum. That was one, two, movement. Third action. Third action would be to figure out what's behind that wall that I can't see, and he's just going to move up a little bit further. Hey, you're still faster than Sir Benrose. That's... Yeah, considering he, he can't move at all right now. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> all right. And that's all, right. all movement. One, two, three. Bolly's making his way up. Last and certainly not least is Piercy von Skeetenlieber. Piercy uh, spies out of the corner of his eye off to the east, um, barely behind a tree, something um, colium looking, and heads that way. So he does two moves to head over there. No. He has he has panache right now, so you get extra movement speed. So I do. So this so this coloring system's not correct at the moment, but um, we'll do one move. So there's forty not forty five. Can't see very well. Yeah. All right, one move, forty five feet. Aha! Oh, ha! I see <laughs> you race him. around. There's one just ten feet away, and another one about maybe twenty five feet away. Um, and he's going to. That's one move. Gonna do two moves to get on the other side of this guy. Okay. Got 45 feet again. Yep. And then third action is gonna be a finishing strike. Ooh. Since it is my third action. Ha! You thought you could hide from me, but no, you can't. And <laughs> 35. 35 is a hit. Here we go. And it's uh, oh, so many ones. Lots of ones and twos for sixteen awesome so finisher damage. Sixteen on a finisher. Yeah. All right, you stab and you're like you have them dead to rights, but it's like just not much. He kind of pulls out this pinprick of a needle of your blade. Um, some of those were flaming fire. Uh, ooh, okay, that may matter. Uh, that does matter. You do more damage for sure. Uh, he takes it out, grabs on the blade, and pulls it out. And the hand that's holding onto the blade burns with the fire. Uh, and you do extra damage. All right. All right. Uh, but you have used your panache. I could have missed and done more damage. <laughs> Palik, you are up. Okay, Shunka, it's time to clang and bang these fuckers. Let's go. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. Flank. 20, 27 to hit. 27. Uh, no, don't you have flanking bonus? 29 to hit. Is a hit. Oh. <laughs> Woo. 
28 points of damage. Okay. Wow. Oh, and I do an extra 2d6. Oh, an extra, yeah, 2d6. With your uh, debilitative strike. Yes. So, uh, a total of 39 points of damage. Nice. Okay. She's biting. Mix up for Piercy a little bit there. Well, this is yeah. This is the rogue sneak attack when she gets flanking. That sh- that Shimka positioning let's, is super strong. Let's do it again. Oof, uh, twenty six. Oh. Twenty six is a miss. Ah, and once more. Ooh, that should a uh, total of thirty. Thirty is a hit on the hard third attack. Nice. Good average. A uh, total of 38 points of damage. And can you confirm that debilitative strike is every attack or is it just like once per round type of a thing? Oh, see, you're going to get me. Hold on I'm a just second. curious. <laughs> you look that up, Xander, take your turn. Xander uh, left all by himself down to the south as everyone spread out. Even slow speed Bali got r- further than Xander could. Uh, sits still, takes all of his aura, pulls it from the ground up and folds himself in snow as he transforms into a full-on red dragon. Yeah! <laughs> oh. Yeah! Now here's the problem. Bolly is facing the other <laughs> way. <laughs> uh, heading towards where uh, the, the spark was, Xander flies and lands on top of the roof. Oh! Wow. Oh, it says I can't I do that because I collide with a wall. Okay, I can figure that out. So you have enough actions, though? Uh, yeah, it, it was only two actions to become a dragon. The third one will be move, and I can I can fly up to 100 feet. Right-click and change your altitude. Ooh, thank you for that. <coughs> number at the top left of the symbols. Cool. Xander flies over and perches on the nearest building. You see there's a couple of these coliums running around nearby. They look up and are like, Wah! and they point and point and howl and hiss. They are really confused as to what just happened. Uh, and uh, it is their turn. First up is a soldier. Where is he? There he is. There's a soldier who comes, a Coleum soldier who comes running up and attacking some civilians from behind and downs one. Ah, another villager goes down. There is another soldier. This one is- These guys are mean. Uh, this one's up north. He is going to fly over to Shunka with great speed and then do draconic frenzy which is a brutal two fang strikes and one tail strike this could be super bad 38 to hit shunka it'll hit regular hit yep 18 to hit that will miss and then the final tail is 18 to hit also a miss. Wow, that turned out much better than I thought. Good job, Shunka. That is a total of, ooh, 37 points of piercing and cold. Okay. There is another soldier. This one is the one that is caught in between uh, you, uh, Palik, and Shunka. Uh-huh. 
He is going to tr- uh, try to push you and trip you down. What is your reflex save plus 10? Uh, 33. Oh, right. He pushes you and you just move your shoulder a bit and just glare at him. Then he gets frustrated <laughs> and he... <laughs> what does he do? He's going to do his draconic frenzy on you. Bites at you madly with a 38 to hit. Hits. And then does it a second time with a, nope, 19 to hit. This is looking very similar. Jeez. And a 17 to hit. That was very similar to the Shunka attack. All right, you got hit once. Let's see how the damage is. Damage is a little easier. 28 points of piercing and cold. There is another soldier. This is the one that's right next to Piercy. And he is flying away from you, Piercy. Hey. Uh-huh. And flies over to Yaru. Come on, baby. And he is going to come on, baby, and strike at you <laughs> with his draconic frenzy with a 39 to hit. That does hit. Not even looking. That does a hit. 29 to hit. Does not hit. Does not hit? No, sir. And a critical failure making himself flat-footed for a round. Ooh. So yeah. One hit. One hit. Oops, I just got rid of the damage. One hit, one hit, one hit, one hit. With his fangs, he sinks them into the monk with minimal damage. 17. Okay. That was did not turn out as he had expected. There is one last freaking Coleum soldier, and that is the one that's right underneath uh, Xanner. This one flies up next to Xanner, the red dragon. Yeah and spends an action to call out strategy and says, protect the spark to you, Xanner. And then it flies over towards Sildren, thinking that you were an ally. (laughs) And uh, lands next to you, Sildren, but does not have an action to attack. It used all three of its actions. There is, however, one last enemy, and it is a Coleum Mage, a Dragonkin Spellcaster. Oh, man. He comes out and wastes some of his movement, flying out low to the ground to see what the battle is and can see some people approaching. And Palika's the closest and goes ahead and <coughs> weaves his hand in the air with a magical in, an incantation. And you feel your mind starting to slow, Palik. Make a will save. 31 or higher. Do it a good one. 32. 32. Yes. A powerful spell affects you, but you're able to pull back your head and almost like pull your mind away from it. You are stunned one, which means you just, you only have to mark it, just lose your first action next turn. That is what you get on a success. So be grateful it wasn't a failure. Yeah. Uh, that is done. His turn is over. Sildren. Um, Sildren turns and looks at the Coleum guard beside him and just sort of smiles, but that smile starts to elongate and grows and grows and grows and grows as he turns into a giant green dragon. Oh, 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 oh man. 
It's double dragon time. Uh-huh. Ollie just shits himself. <laughs> As does Yaru. Thank you! <laughs> Um, That's messed up. You gotta, Mark, you gotta warn Bali about this. <laughs> <laughs> Holy hell! So, um, Tom, what is his? Because uh, you said you would sort of do it for me at the time. What is? Wait his a second. Weapon. How yeah. many dragons are there? Red dragon, green dragon. What is going on here? <laughs> there's an entire color pantheon of dragons. Uh, mm-hmm. To answer your question, there's actually eight. People in, in the stick words around of, for the leveling up sessions, okay? In the words of dragon, uh, Mark, <laughs> chase the rainbow. <laughs> this is awesome. I'm sorry. Uh, what was your, your question? Was the breath weapon? Yes. I think it's like a poisonous breath weapon. Is that right? <laughs> I don't. That should be the name of the episode. To see the it. Why don't I see it? Just says on your specific dragon form, but then um, I think I had asked you about it before, and you had. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's. Um, I'm looking into my spell book, and I see the red and the blue. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'll look it up. Is you're ready to cast that? Is what you're telling me? Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> Uh, change, go ahead and change your form. So do the change form macro and make sure you select change token so we get the cool token. Uh, how do I do that? You should have the macro. I, we set that up. Down on one, your, your number Got it. count. Oh, come on. There we go. Got the spell. Aerial dinosaur. Dragon. Green dragon. You ignore difficult terrain from non-magical foliage. Um, Transform. Green, 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 green. Oh, it's just added as a as a weird line. So if you look at your spell, dragon form, you look at the last item. Uh, it says melee horns. Mm-hmm. You see that? Connected yep. to that is breath weapon, 30-foot cone, 10d6 poison. Okay. So 30-foot cone. Dun, 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 dun. What does that look so like? Measurement, it's the cone shape, yeah. and then you click and drag. At about six blocks. Sorry, it's been a couple of weeks. we got to figure this out. Okay, so I'm just going to cone the one guy. Okay. So he has to make a reflex save of what? Um, spell DC. I believe, yeah, spell DC is going to be 30. Okay, he got a 36, so half damage. Half damage. It is uh, 10d6. Nice. Sorry, folks. Ten and roll. Uh, so nineteen points of damage. All right. Now look at this from his perspective. He sees an ally red dragon fly above on the building. He flies up, gives you some tactical <laughs> advice, then flies over to Sildren. Then all of a sudden you morph, and he's like, "Yes, now we can." And all of a sudden, poison is just vomited all over. <laughs> 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 you vomit all over him. 
told you and... not to have the clam strips. <laughs> <laughs> and then Shunka attacks um, the Colium guard that is Blank. he's flanking Blank. with uh, Palik. Okay. Um. A qu- a quick question. Quick question. Yeah. Quick question. Um. The breath weapon takes uh, uh an action. Yep. Two actions and to transform, and then a third, and then the free Shunka. Got it. Yeah. Carry on. All right. And Shunka attacks oh. with a wonderful twenty-three. Shunka, you are keeping up with your beautiful, beautiful self. Shunka misses, Master Yaru. Hey, Zana, what did that guy say to you just now? I wonder. No, I'm kidding. Um, I'm just going to turn to the guy facing me and just give it like a, oh, really? Kind of uh, vibe to him. And I will use my first action to do a one-inch punch with the two-action one-inch punch, of course. On the oh, Colium soldier next to you. Yes, on the Colium Gord, uh, soldier to my right. Okay. To my east. Good luck. Thank you. One inch punch coming at you. 32 to hit. 32 is a hit. With a hit, we do. One inch punches could be big damage. Let's see. We do 30 points of damage, and of that, we have to make uh, three of that is fire damage. Um, And uh, he has to make a fortitude saving throw of 29 or higher. Okay. For my stunned fist. Stunning fist is. Almost a guaranteed miss, any uh, a guaranteed success because uh, it's so mm-hmm. weak compared to these guys. He actually missed it. He awesome. Twenty four. So he's stunned one. He loses an action. Excellent. So I'm just going to clarify something with you, uh, real quick, so the audience uh, can also hear it. So I have two reasons to stun someone with my attacks. Just it's been kind of a confusing point for me myself. So I'm just clarifying it. So I say, it. the cold rune that I have stuns enemies on a DC 24, but my stunning fist is my DC, which is a DC 29. So I just wanted to say that out loud. Oh, okay. Um, so get cool. The out of the way. So he has stunned one. You have one action left. And I have one action left. Look at that. I'm going to go ahead and do a flurry of blows at him, I think. <laughs> we'll do that. We'll do that. Oh, I'm sorry. This is a third action. So we do these two. Let's do a 23 altogether with both hits. Uh, start all over again. You got a whole lot of, lot of dice rolls. Start yeah, all over again. Sorry about over. that. I think Single I'm- click. Double-clicking is the problem. Very sorry. Well, that's all right. We'll take it fresh. From the top! Strike. Strike. 26 to hit, and... 21 to hit, unfortunately. All right, you miss and miss. <laughs> miss, miss. Uh, you still got a great blow in to begin with. Bali, you're in the next to this green dragon ally. There are no green dragon allies. <laughs> <laughs> Roll sub initiative. There's a little mini battle within. What you doing? Uh, I am checking my arc for. Come on, I gotta be able to do it, right? Nope, I can't do it. So close. Uh, this is a heal spell going off, and I'm excluding yeah. the one, two, three, four enemies with the selected channeling. 
Okay, so this is not normal for anyone who uses Pathfinder. This is a normally a, a, rad, a radius heal, but he has a special ability to funnel it into a longer range cone. <laughs> and That's he has an ability. Badass, man. <laughs> and he has an ability to isolate out enemies so they don't gain the benefits of the heal as well. I punk everybody. Uh, and bring up that spell. What level heal is this? This is a level six heal. Wow, Huge that's heal? excessive. Don't we have, you got a lot excessive. of people wounded? Excessive. No. We don't have very many people wounded at all. I don't think you've got a lot of people wounded. You're a dragon right now, Chris. You can't say that. Excessive. <laughs> 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 well, when I looked at uh, Palik, is almost a 50%. Sunka is in there. No, I mean, dude, do, do what you need to do. And let's see, we're gonna do. I'm not gonna complain. We'll do the four then. We'll do the. Four. <laughs> we'll, we'll, tone, we'll, 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 we'll tone it down. We'll tone it down. Here we go with the four. Do that. Boom, boom, boom. That is 18 points to Sinka and Kalik. Uh, and Kalik will gain three more. So 21 and 20. 21. Wash of magic blasts out, clears out a little bit of snow in the air, and then those two feel a little bit better for the battle, and you still have an action left, Bolly. Uh, then I will go ahead and raise my shield. What? This is not Sir Brenros. What the hell? I have a fun little shield cantrip that I mutter quickly. Magic shield. And raise that shield. All right, Piercy. Um, you are in the woods to the southeast. Yeah. Piercy heads over towards Zaru to flank. Um, Has, like, I can't see Piercy. Can you see Piercy, Xander? I can see everything. Okay. Because, <laughs> like, Piercy wouldn't maybe know that we're both dragons now. <laughs> no. Um, but he's not He's not paying attention to that at the moment. Um, so he flanks the, the Colian uh, soldier. Soldier next to Yaru, and then takes a Piercy, you're disappearing. You're fading away. Ah, come back, Piercy. <laughs> um, without panache, takes a swing for thirty. Thirty-two. 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 Oh, that's a hit. <laughs> yeah. Aha! You cannot get away from me. And he does 15 points of damage, but some of that is flaming. That's uh, five of that is, is fire damage. Okay, you you do a wound, you're like, whoa, this thing's really uh, taking some pain and it's a decent blow for sure. That's it. Okay, uh, that's good. That's We're getting there with Piercy now. Starting at the top is Palik. You're in the middle of the village, and the whole bunch of these bad guys are swarming yep. in there. And I, I only have two actions this turn. Right. Uh, uh, come on, come on, Shunka, get after him. Shunka uh, just shrugs. Rolled twice there. Uh, a to uh, the first one was forty. Forty is a critical hit. Yeah. Nice. Ooh, sneak attack critical. Jesus. Oh. God. That's not done yet. Hold on. Oh, uh, I do get that plus two, 2d6 every time I hit a flat-footed... Uh, gotcha. 
So a total of 81. 81 damage. Oh, oh my God. Holy moly. You brutal. You, you, you slice into this guy and, and almost disembowel him. He's holding on to his, some entrails. He's still alive, but just this still shot. Alive. Jesus yep. Christ. Oh, oh I'll, I'll hit him again. Wow. Uh, 25. 25, no. Uh, he f- <laughs> flings some blood in your eyes and you're distracted momentarily. Your last action's gone due to stun, but that stun yep. goes away. Xanner. Uh, Dragon Xanner. Dragon Xanner! From the rooftop, Dragon Xanner casts uh, a fire breath down onto the Colium Spark that I was so trustingly told to protect. <laughs> so I will attack it with the breath weapon. Right. For uh, what's the fastest way to roll 10d6? I'm on the bottom. Uh, Sildren, can you verify how often your breath weapon can... Uh, you have to... It's 1d4 turns after you use it. Okay. Um, so I'm going to roll that right now. Please, and just track that. Yeah. One. Wow. Ooh, that nice. is not what they wanted to hear. <laughs> <laughs> and I just want to make sure there's not... There was a... <laughs> yep. Good there. The other damages have pluses. This one's fine. Roll it! All right. It cannot dodge out of the way. It takes full damage. 39 points of flame damage! 39 points of flame damage is enough to completely annihilate the Coleum wow. uh, Spark. The magic energy trembles and trembles, and right next to Yaru, there's a bang, and it explodes inches away from you, Yaru, but yet you take no damage whatsoever. I just feel a nice warm breeze. Instead, uh, there's a there's a, the, some of the cold around you does get a little more um, palatable, and uh, there is a loud bang and explosion, and the guy next to you takes a massive amount of damage from it and dies, and collapses. His his wings crumple in in a in a backwards way that looks terribly uncomfortable, cracking of weird bones, and it collapses between you and Piercy and dies. In addition, the rest of you see every single one of these Coleum all get knocked prone to the ground and have to waste time standing back up on their next turns. Nice. <laughs> Just well a delayed effect. I knew, I knew my sword was stronger than that. Xanar, <laughs> uh, you have uh, an action left, I believe. Yeah, I got two. That was just one action for the really? red weapon. Yeah. I was so excited to find that out. Uh, so I will swoop because I can swoop off of, <laughs> off of the uh, roof and I will fly over Sildren's head <laughs> to land at the, behind the Colium Guard. It's really, it's the token thing in the way again. Is that's happening? I'm trying to get, yeah, there. Good. There we go. And, and is that flanking for, for that one? Uh, you want to flank that guy? Yeah, if I can flank you that can guy. You can crush the well of this community if you'd like and land on the <sighs> well to gain flanking. That is very dragon, but I, I mean, it's land next to the well okay. and not quite get flanking. So that'll be fine there, but I will right. bite him. I'm going to bite his face. Jeez. It's crazy. For my third action. Again. 
Uh, uh, the bite is for 31. 31's a hit, so you bite into him. He takes 13 piercing damage and five fire damage. Oh, that is a sizable amount of fire and burning and sizzling more than it should. That's a great bite and a huge Xander turn as well. Um, And you're done. Say you're done, please. I'm done. All right. It is the uh, Coleum's turn. The soldier who is first is the one you just hit. He wastes a turn getting to his feet uh, because he was knocked down by the spark getting taken out. He then turns and attacks you, Xanner? No. He vomits forth a misty breath and spits out a ball of liquid that explodes behind you in a bursting cloud of freezing mist. You need to make a reflex save as this dragon and hot-foot it out of the way with a 29 reflex save. Okay. I don't think my reflex modifiers are any different. I think it's still me. Yeah, it, it handles it all, so whatever's there is there. All right. Oh, that was a two. Uh, I'm going to use a hero point. Because okay. dragons should be faster than a rolling a two. I do it again. Uh-huh. I do it again. I rolled a two. Another two. Total of 21. All right. It blows up right between your legs, and you take a total of 41 points of cold damage. Ow. And do you have any vulnerability to cold damage, Fire Dragon Xanner? Great question. Let me take a look at that, because I didn't see it, but it doesn't mean it's not there. You do have temporary hit points as a dragon. You do have temporary hit points, which is great. Uh, I see ignore concealed from smoke, and I don't see any vulnerabilities. Really? Yeah. I think you are a bold-faced liar. It's entirely possible. I'm just not seeing it. Uh, taking a quick look at myself. Dragon form. Uh, no, resistance 10 against the type of damage from your breath. Um, breath weapon. You do not have any penalties. I'm not a real dragon. Wow. I'm a pretend dragon. All right. There is a, it is the Nether Coleum's turn. He stood up and he races over to you, Xanner. And because he lost an action, he can't get the cool triple attack, Draconic Frenzy. He only gets one bite at you. Dragon on dragon biting. Here it comes. Uh, with a, he rolled a two, a total of 23. That is not hit through my dragon hide. Uh, next up is the one next to Palik. Palik, there is a draconic frenzy of bite, bite, slash. You are bitten at twice. Thankfully, you just got some healing. It is a, oh no, 24 to hit. Nope. A 28. Eight to hit. Nope. And then a tail lashes out backwards at Shunka for 29 to hit. Nope. No! Oh, he's just swinging and biting <laughs> and kicking and nothing works. And he had to waste his other action to stand up. That is, now these guys are not having a good round. Um, there is a Coleum uh, soldier next to the Green Dragon Sildren. This guy stands up and then he also does all three attacks. Two yeah, attacks, you, right? No, this is set up. No, this is Draconic Frenzy. Two actions okay. for three attacks. Um, he is no, he's not going to do that. He's going to spend two actions to vomit forth his ball of liquid behind you, catching you and uh, Bali. Bali, what's your last name? Wood Ashbeard. 
Ashbeard. I need uh, the Green Dragon, Sildren, and Bali to make reflex saves 29. 25, but Sildren has a lucky rabbit's foot that allows him to re-roll a failed reflex save. Can okay. the dragons do that too? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he still has the foot. Not a real dragon. Reroll. Oh, still a fail. Okay. And uh, Bali did that. Uh, Bali rolled the six, but he's going to spend a hero point and try. To he's ball. tired of getting frozen by dragons. Yeah, yeah. tired of getting frozen. <laughs> Reflex saving throw. Second attempt. Here we go. Much better. Thirty-eight. Um, woo! Almost a critical. Uh, Bali, you take. 27 points of cold and 54 goes to the green dragon Sildren. Okay, so I have a question though. Um, yes. And is... hold on, hold on, Bali, don't forget you have the uh, resist energy Xander cast on you. Ah, that is true. That was five? Five. Five. So okay, Sildren. Thank you. And this is something that I've failed to use in the past, but the Aeon Stone, the pink cube, is 15 temporary hit points. And then I have, for being a dragon, I have, uh, I believe, another 12. Um, you only take the most of your temporary hit points. Okay. They don't stack. Gotcha. Which I think is 15. So I took how how, how many points of damage? 54. Eesh. Oof. And you use a rabbit's foot, you said? Yeah. Okay, that is a consumable, so it is gone. Oh, really? Yeah, it's it's under your consumable section. Okay. You have to eat it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. Oh, <laughs> uh, last up is the Colium Mage, more north of the battlefield. Where is his friend who is badly hurt? That's the one in the middle, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's got to do it. Oh, no. Shoot, he has to stand up. He wastes an action standing up. Yep. What's the range? What's the range? I can't see. The range looks there to be is. 30 feet. Oh. He can pull it off. He does a two-action heal to heal his ally. At level six, that is, uh, what is it? Six D8 plus 48 points of damage. Two, three, four, oops, plus 48. Two, three, four, five, six. He casts a big draconic heal on the wounded guy in the middle and heals him only 73 points of damage. Holy junk. The guy who was critically wounded is now much, almost fully back to health. And the draconic mage and cheers on his uh, his compatriots for glory of Charai. Sildren, it is your turn. Green dragon. Uh, Sildren will fly to the far side of the Colium mage over here. How crazy can I, dragons flying like everywhere. My token, I'm having it's, a hard time grabbing to, my token. I'm having a hard time going around the tree, I think. Thank you. Um, and then, Sildren will take a single action, as, as a, his second action, to 
What attack do I want to make? I have to look choices, at these real choices, quick. Choices. As a dragon form, I will do my claw attack. And let's see, that's plus 20. Sorry, this is the, the this whole dragon thing is brand new to me. All right. <laughs> Isn't it great though? Yeah. Uh plus twenty an attack modifier of plus twenty-eight. Okay. Um doo, 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 doo. so I'm just gonna roll and then plus twenty-eight to it. Yep. That's a huge plus twenty-eight. Jeez. Jesus. Um I'm gonna use a hero point. Why? Because I rolled a two. Oh, okay. Worse um, than a two. We're gonna roll that again. The famous twos. Um, so that's gonna be a thirty-four to hit. Thirty-four. The uh, Colium Mage, the Dragonkin, throws up a quick little magical energy berry to block, but you still claw through it and hit. Sweet. Nice. Uh, it's gonna be three d ten points of damage. We're gonna roll that. He takes seventeen points of damage. All right, you do 17 points of damage, and he looks like a tough customer. That did not phase him much at all. That's all right, because Shuka um, leaves Palik. Um, oh, you are so worthless. <laughs> leaving the backstab, you know how much damage Shuka's helping? Um, yep, well, Shuka's going to flank me. I'm having trouble grabbing Shunka now. Jesus okay. Christ. All right. And I have reserved an action, so Shunka's able to attack with his jaws. He's going to make his attack. Really well. Oh my god, Shunka! You're freaking worthless! Uh, 26 to hit. <laughs> 26. The Coley Mage whips around, another energy barrier blocks that blow, though. Shunka is done. Master Yar, yeah, I think you should have left Shunka there. Um, yeah. Yaru, you're up. Um, you're Yaru fine, Blake. You're fine. will run up on this guy, this Colium uh, soldier to the west of me, about 40 feet. Okay. Um, one action, and with my second and third action, I'm gonna do a one inch punch. So I'm just like running and punching this dude. Like you cocked that up before you took your first step and then you race yeah. across yeah. the table. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of those yada, 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 yada. Oh. All right, these are great when they hit, but they hurt when they miss. Let's do a strike. Ooh, the 36. 36 is a hit. Nice. And we do. 32 points of damage. He has to make a fortitude save of 29 or higher, and he takes four fire damage of that. Okay. Um, fortitude save is a 28. Okay, he fails. He's stunned one. Jeez. He's already lost an action from his, uh, I don't know if that's stacks or not. Uh, it does. Well, then he has um, No, he... He's yeah, got to stand up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Stunned Done. With five points of fire. Got that. Bolly. Four. Four points. Bolly, his protective dragon left him. Uh, so Bolly's <laughs> going to come here. And he'll raise his shield. Oh, come a little closer, buddy. 
So you're just moving into the middle of the fray and raising your magic shield. Yep. Got it. Okay. Piercy. All right. So Piercy does two moves to flank uh, this Colium guard, and he does tumble through. As one of those moves? As one of those moves. Okay. So, where is it? Acrobatic roll. He sees you coming. He's dodging this roll. I'm on my way. Um, 30. He's pretty reflexive, but you still tumble between his legs successfully, mm-hmm. gaining panache. Gaining panache. And now he's also flat footed, I believe. Yep. <laughs> Stunned to flat footed. <laughs> so it's two moves. Um, he's flat footed. Got panache. I'm going to use uh, my third action as the finisher. Oh. Um, ha! I'm here. Hold still. And <laughs> takes a strike. Oh. Uh-huh. Uh, for 34. 34 is a hit with a finisher. Okay. Um, Do more than 17 points of damage this time. We'll, we'll try. Let's see. Here we go. Ah, all the oh, ones. Damn it. There's a lot of ones in there. Uh, 20 points of damage. 20. Um, and stand by. Any of that fire? One of those was fire. One of those? One of those was fire. That is super duper annoying. Yeah. Oh, wait. Uh, never mind. Go Got it. Done. Piercy's in position. He got some damage in, and it is uh, Polik's turn. Polique's no longer gonna, getting flank. Yeah, it's going to tumble behind this guy. Okay, acro- acrobatics. To, yeah, yeah, with a 41. That is a critical success. So you have tumbled means. through, and you uh, have him uh, flat-footed. And give yourself a plus one bonus on top of that. Okay. 40, uh, 44. Pissed oh. off that no one will help her in this battle. Yeah. She takes care of business herself, tumbles through critically, spins around, and critically stabs from behind. Nice! Oh my good lord. Yeah! <laughs> so many dice thrown. Uh, 70 points of damage. <laughs> I just healed that! <laughs> a huge, brutal blow again. He, he, you, you slice open the very stomach that just got magically healed. He is still standing. Yeah, way. and I hit him again. No, you won't. You never do on the last one. Yeah, for sure. 32. 32 is a hit. <laughs> you need to do 20 points of damage, though. Um, <laughs> and then two more. 41 points of damage. 41 points of damage kills him. See, Attackers. you were fine. You shut, you shut your mouth, dragon. <laughs> Speaking of dragons, Xander. Yeah. Uh, Xander's going to bite at the guy that he bit the first time. Wait a minute. Is, this, is it the guy on his east, the one that bit him? Uh, no, the north. Yeah, get that guy. Okay. Roar! Xander so bites times. with a oh nice that's a 41 Xander I think for the first time ever gets a critical melee hit in the yeah. history of this yeah. campaign <laughs> uh so the uh the piercing damage was 36 and 10 points of fire damage so 46 oh. total okay that is huge 46 nice. total correct with fire is a massive you bite down on his on his head neck and shoulder and lift him off the ground for and tear out some chunks and uh 
because Bali's really, really close. <laughs> Danger close. Just not trying to hurt anybody else. Uh, Xander will uh, pop backwards. Uh, only, only ten feet. He'll just, he'll just step back so that he can use his breath weapon. Uh, because he rolled uh, the d4 to see if he could use it again, and it was a one. Oh, all right. And he fires out a breath cone. Making sure I don't hit everybody now. I, you got both of those guys. That's fine. All right, cool. Whoa! And Bob, it's close. <laughs> Am I on it? You're right on the edge. It's you're, missing you. If you, you, if you look at the other you. side, it's just missing you. You're, you're gonna singe a couple beard hairs. Oh, it's gonna smell a little fiery, but live up to your name of Ashbeard. <laughs> All right. And that is for 10 uh, D6 damage. They have to make a save DC of 29 reflex. They got a 27 and a 28. They failed both of them. Yeah. In that case, they can both take all of it. Look at all the sixes. Oh, 35 points of flame damage. Huge fire erupts. That poor guy to the north is barely hanging in there, but he was like full health a second ago. Uh, the other guy takes a lot of damage as well. Nice. Wow, a huge round. What's also cool, I think, is tactically, and if you're not looking at the video, it might be hard to, to place, is Piercy, I also like your maneuverability and how fast you're moving around within the battlefield. It's like you're just slightly out of position here, but then you get into position. I think that's kind of cool. Anyways, um, uh, next up is them, bad guys. First up is the guy who just got hit. He is uh, running, flying away, and then stopping in between uh, Bali and Palik and goes ahead and does his draconic flurry. And he bites at the cloth-wearing priest, Bali Ashbeard, for 38 to hit. 38's critical. Critical. Oh no! And then bites a second time with a 31 to hit. That's a hit. And then lashes out with a tail at Palik with a 23 to hit. Oh. It's a miss. You are hit for Bali uh, with the bite. Ooh. Uh, 21 piercing and cold. And then the critical is 47 piercing and cold. Hmm. Just like a rag doll, just back and forth, biting in you badly. Done, done, done. Uh, yeah. All right. There's another guy who was just breathed on with fire. He charges even closer to you, Xanner uh, Dragon. And no, he doesn't. He stays right where he's at. And he is going to make his roll. I think, does he make a roll? Double checking. Freezing Misty Breath um, can be used. They have a 1d6 to recharge. Let's see if he gets it. Uh, he cannot breathe yet. Darn it. He closes in instead and attacks with three attacks on Xanner. Draconic Frenzy, that is a 25 to hit. Miss! A not good. 19 to hit is a miss. Ah, the 16 is a hit, a miss. Miss, miss, miss. Done. It is another turn. This is the guy that is between uh, Piercy and Yaru. He is going to vomit at his feet. 
and you guys both have to deal with a reflex save to dodge some of this cold damage. Reflex 29. What'd you get? Nah. Ooh, that's a natural one. I have Cat's Luck, which allows me to re-roll a reflex save. Okay. Once a day. That's a good idea if it's a natural one. Yes, it was. <laughs> For a natural four! 26. What was the number I needed? 29. 29? I'm going to use a hero point. And re-roll the re-roll. Or do I have to take that one? No, no. Oh, well, what does the ability say? Normally it uh, says... Cat's Luck... Oh, I may, might say I have to take And Piercy, that. what did you get on your roll? Sorry about that. Piercy, where did eight. you go? <laughs> I got a uh, 28, but I'm going to use um, Nimble Dodge to make it a 30. You can re-roll right. the tree. Oh, I have to use the better result. So yeah, I okay. still failed. All right, Piercy's getting a re-roll. Lots of, you guys have, the whole team is pretty darn good overall with reflexes. No, no, I just get a... a, a a plus two. So. Oh, to succeed. Yeah. Nice. And I'm pretty sure it's a critical. <clears throat> and then becomes a critical. You are nimble, nimble, nimble. All right. So uh, somehow mir- miraculously, Piercy takes none of the 42 cold damage that Yaru enjoys. Damn. <laughs> Huge explosion of cold. And it's not done yet. It has one action left. And it will fly to the north just a few feet to get flanking on Palik. Last up is the mage. The mage running low. Oh, yes. uh, Tom, I was mistaken. I would have actually rolled a 28 to hit before because I was looking at the heightened. So I think he probably did not take that damage. Uh, he did not. Okay. So he's, uh, yeah. Okay, I'll heal then just a second. Uh, I'm going to go back. Yaru, don't take any of that damage whatsoever. This guy was stunned too. That's right. Oh, I forgot yep. about that. And he cannot do that breath attack. Instead, he. Ooh, good save. Yeah, instead, he makes one attack at you because he's pissed yeah. off, Yaru. Okay. Freaking mother of pearl 23. <laughs> what a change. That is a fail. Oh, I don't like doing retconning, but that stun too is important. Oh, that's great. Okay. Uh, the Colium Mage, though, up north, even though he's getting low on this particular level of spell, turn. Oh, no, he's not. He turns around and waves his hands and pulls at the mind of the green dragon to control <laughs> no. you. Sildren, make a willpower save. Make a good one! For real. You're a dragon! 36. 36, I'm pretty sure is good. Where is it at? Yep, you succeed. You are stunned one only as you resist the spell called your mind, by the way. That (laughs) may be... Uh, success. You get a critical success with all my will. Oh, Sildren's super will resistant as a higher level druid. Nice. You take no effect whatsoever. That frustrates the guy. And he is going to fly up high on top of a building not too far away from Palik. No, come back. Um, it is your turn, Sildren. Sildren Green Dragon. Um... I don't think uh, Shunka can flank up there. No, 
Sildren will, um, Green Dragon Sildren will just come land in front of the, yeah, he's going to follow the, um, the guy up. Okay. You're flying up there. Yeah. You lightly crunch on the roof of the building next to him. And he will attack with a, let see. Bite him. Bite yeah. him. Um, Smack him with your tail. Actually, claw attack. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Jaw, jaw attack, for sure. sure. And that is a 28 to hit. 28's a miss. The roof shifts slightly underfoot and you miss. Um, He has another attack. What is the bonus? Uh, It's 22 initially. So what's the... If you do the claw, it's normally an an agile weapon. Well, it doesn't Ah, matter. You rolled a natural one. Oh, it's a natural one! I'm going to use a hero point for that. You need two! The homeowner is also grateful. So what is? I'll give you one. I'll give you one. So what is the bonus then? Uh, Does it say agile for the claw? Yes. Okay, so then it is four less than the normal. Two, so it'll be eighteen. Okay. Plus eighteen. There we go. Rolling right now, and twenty-five. I suck. Is a Um, miss, but not a critical. And then Shunka will move in and um, move behind the Colium guard that is there right with Palik and Bali. All right. Oh, the naughty little doggy's coming back. <laughs> Son of a bitch. You're not even flanking. Uh, nope. <laughs> <laughs> and he's going to make his attack. Oh, that's you funny. know what the plus do? Oh, that was always a natural 20. Why don't you just step one space over and make it flanking? Annie? Okay, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. 29. 29 is a hit. There you go. Yay. Good job, <laughs> Shunka. Flanking's uh-huh. good for everybody. All right. Where is damage? Why is this so hard with this? Sorry. Sorry, I need to get better at this. Practice makes the perfect. Or at least makes better. Seriously, where the hell is his attack? Thunder attacks. Help! He has a character sheet, right? Yeah, yeah. But it's weird, because it's... um. Yeah, it's a special type guy. Uh, just roll. There we go. You got it? Yep. Uh, whopping nine points of damage. Nine points. Worth it. Almost taking out this badly wounded guy, Shunka shreds him some more and provides some flanking. Master Yaru, speaking of flanking. <clears throat> we will do another one-inch punch. And you know there is such a thing as a three-action one-inch punch. I do, but I like the three-attack combo yeah. of the one-inch punch and the two uh, flurry of blows. They're like throwaway bonuses. Yeah. Um, that'll be a 34 to hit. 
cracks him hard in the back. Cracks him hard in the back for 22 points of damage of that. Four is fire. Got it. And Smash. he's already stunned too. I'll leave him alone. No, he's no longer stunned too. Those are... Okay, well then he's got to make another uh, stun save. 29 yeah. or higher. You know, I'm not sure if we handled that stun right. I think we did. I uh, know we did. We did. We did. Um, what did you say? Uh, fortitude? 29. Fortitude, yes, sir. God, these are not hard to miss. All right, he finally got a 38. Okay. Uh, Flurry of Blows is next. <clears throat> and that'll be, ooh, not great, a 25 and a natural one. All right, with a natural one, uh, he is able to step five feet and gets okay. out of that flanking position. Bolly. All right. Uh-oh, I see a big template. Oh, look at that. <laughs> I think you just have that saved and ready to go. How do you do that? It's just how it's just what I do. <laughs> <laughs> you are it's not cap answer. capturing the dragon. But I'm not in that. Yeah, I know. Uh, so I need to. I will spend one action to go south into the tree if there's space. Is there is. Yeah. Uh, I can go. So that's one action. Then I will do. The, uh, no, then that would make it a... I need to spend all three. So, yeah, we're going to miss some people. Uh, so, back to where I was. And then okay. a big pulse. Huge pulse. Uh, so, this will capture Shunka, Palik, the green dragon, and Piercy and myself, if need be. Piercy's at full health right now. Just okay. He's just doing... It's just a group heal. Yeah. Uh, and... What level spell? This is a level five. All right. Incoming healing. What? 32 to all involved. Nice. And then an additional three to, uh, let's do a Palik there. Nice. You cast this spell and just snow goes clearing out for a bit as the healing magic goes blasting out. Like it. Okay. Thank Done. you. Done. Piercy. Piercy uh, turns to the north, right neck, right pivots, and looks at the uh, Colium guard. And he says, uh, uh, You know, uh, last night uh, your sister, she invited me to her bed, but. Uh, I, I said a no because her pussy smelled like onions. Ooh. Uh, but from your breath, I can tell you <laughs> you did not deny her. And does uh, Bon Mo. Bon Mo. All right. I think it's a diplomacy roll. Which you're pretty good at, right? I like that it's diplomacy and not intimidation. <laughs> about the, I'm not trying to scare you. I'm just trying to demoralize you. All right. So that diplomacy roll is 40. That is yeah. a critical success. Half of that rang a little too true to him. <laughs> little incestuous like, dragon oh. action. How did you know? <laughs> I didn't know she was in my brood. <laughs> what happens in the clutch stays in the clutch. <laughs> so he has panache now, and he takes a swing. Um, Catching him slightly stunned and off guard. Uh, 37. 37 is a hit. Okay. And it's going to be. Jeez. Jesus. <laughs> More ones for you. God. 
But this was not the finishing move. No. Uh, 31 and, or sorry, 13. 13 with some of that, with some of that fire, right? Some of that is fire. Okay. Uh, three of it is fire. Got it. Um. Oh, shoot. I did it to you. Sorry. Don't, Pain. Don't, don't do it to me. Carry on. He is critically wounded. Hold on, let me fix my hit points for you. I did. I fixed it. Oh, shoot. No, I almost oh, killed you. I don't think you did. <laughs> <laughs> Piercy was at full health and then and made really bad. There, 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 there. I got you. Okay. Um, then the last move, finisher is going to swing again. Nice. 36. 36 nice. is a hit. And damage. This time, 28. 28, and you skewer him and slay that guy once nice. and for all. Down he goes. Uh, Palik, you're up. Thinking okay, of ugly. the whole time. <laughs> uh, swing my rapier into it with a 35. Uh, that's a hit. Thirty-nine total points of damage. Right, and again, just so everyone listening knows, he's doing, she is doing extra damage because of the flanking provided yep. by Shunka. That's that's why it's mm-hmm. so consistently much. Um, gotcha. And uh, I'll stab one again. Or, ooh, I'm gonna use. I rolled a four. I'm gonna use halfling luck to uh, re-roll that. For a total of 30. 30 is a hit. Wow. There you go. Yeah. 47 points of damage. And another Coleum soldier it drops to the ground. And uh, my last action, I'll move over. Oh, I can't get there. I'll, uh, I'll move just south of Bali. Okay. Uh, Xander Dragon. Xander Dragon bites again at the dragon that decided to be foolish enough to charge into him. For uh, 31. 31's a hit. That is 19 points of piercing damage and three points of fire damage. Got it. And I. Sizable bite. Bite him again! For 32 this time. Okay, that is also a hit. Another 22 points of piercing damage and nine points of fire. Uh, I'm showing 21 piercing, nine. Fire, correct, so 30 okay. total. Got it. Okay. Is he still there? He is, yes. What a Hello? <laughs> I will smack him with my tail this time then. Oh, all right. Oh. Like natural ones, <laughs> the tail strike. <laughs> um, so it's it's gonna miss. No, smash that well. I don't want to smash <laughs> that. Yeah, that's probably. <laughs> uh, he gets a free strike at you. Uh, no. Uh, he's gonna do his tail strike at you. Tail on tail, thirty-eight. That hits. You strike, he dodges, lashes out his tail for 15 points of bludgeoning damage. Should have known better than to tail wrestle with a dragon. Yes. Uh, it is his turn. He still cannot breathe. 
Shoot, that is just not good. He really wants to breathe. Me too. I got three more rounds. All right, he <laughs> is going to uh he's gonna do his massive biting goodness. 21 to hit. Fangs. Miss! Miss. Shoot! 18 to hit. Miss! But the tail rides true with a nope, 21. Totally miss. missed everything. There is, however, a mage perched on top of the building next to the green dragon, the mage. Oosh, 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 oosh. Flashes cold light into the eyes of Sildren the green dragon. Sildren, make a fortitude save. Uh, that is a 34. 34 is a success. You are dazzled for one round. Okay. That just means that I potentially miss. Yep. Uh, five or higher on when you target anything. Okay. Uh, for one round, one round. What if it's an area of effect spell? Doesn't matter then. Okay. That's how you circumnavigate that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he casts that and he flies over Yaru to the other building. It is uh, Green Sildren Dragon's turn. All right, Green Sildren Dragon will follow. Dragon chase! <laughs> uh, come on. I kind of love that chaotic image of just dragons bouncing from rooftop to rooftop. Yeah. <laughs> There's yeah. all sorts of fighting on the ground. And then Sildren Dragon will launch a cone, 30 foot cone. That misses uh, Piercy, right? No, but you can change the angle and it'll work just fine. Yeah. Okay. All right. So 30 foot cone, breath weapon. Reflex save. No open casket for this one. Uh, 29. 29 is a fail. Ooh, takes full damn, full poison damage. And that is, dun, 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 I think it's 10d6 plus 12 or something. Let me take a take another look at that. Um, 10d6 and then the breath weapon. Plus six, no, plus. It should just be a flat number, 10d6. Yeah, it should, okay. should just be, for, for the breath weapon, it's just dice. Yep, just Your roll. melees and okay. have their other... 33 points of damage. All right, green oh. noxious gas gets vomited all over him, and he cries out in pain, and you still have an action left? I do. Oh, dang. Um, so I am going to attack, uh, so I'll roll for the dazzle. Uh, 19, so I'm okay. good there. Um, and is this this counts as my second attack, right? Uh, no. Oh, beautiful. Um, so I am going to attack with my jaws. Fight him! And that's plus 22. Oh, that's going to be with a 20 sided die. die. That's the wrong die. Hmm. Although I would take that, uh, 
That's a 39 to hit. Is a hit. So he takes 2d12 plus uh, 2d6 poison. So he takes... Uh, let's see. 20 points of um, piercing damage. And then... Five points of poison damage. Okay. Well, why is that f- extra? What is that persistent damage? Uh, it says for the melee attack, jaws damage two d twelve piercing plus two d six poison. Oh, okay. Sounds good. All right, great. Because my my breath is acidic. Right. Xanner dives into his badly wounded guy and buries him into the ground with his mouth and starts chewing, chewing, chewing and spitting up and vomiting the bits that he chews and ends up slaying that one. The larger uh, Coleum Mage, who has not taken much damage as he is quite strong still, takes flight and flies off to the uh, northwest uh, at some speed, flying over the battlefield and racing away to the northwest. And How fast folks, is he? He's... Let me double check his speed. He is 60 foot fly speed. What's your speed? 100! Is it 100? Yeah, Xander's is. I will, I will pursue! Alright, Xander then Better. flies off in chase and we have a jet fighter chase <laughs> on oh, our no, hands. Oh, no, yes. Fly speed is 100, yeah. Alright, and so he is chased <laughs> by two dragons <laughs> and he looks back and is like, okay, and he puts extra speed. Maybe he gets up to 70 for desperation, looks back again and sees they're still gaining and still gaining and still gaining. As you guys swoop in uh, defending this town, we will stop there for two oh. Night. So thank you so much for uh, joining us tonight. This was a cold and interestingly violent end to our game. Uh, And we will see you next time and see what happens here at the Lake Pyre. Good to see you guys.